You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 48 of the Corpse Collective. Wait, it's just the Corpse Cast on the audio corpse show, cast. right? Corpse Cast, yes, Man, you think I'd... I'm getting all confused because the video show, and we got this, we got the video show, man. We are some podcasting fools. We are, yeah. And I'll tell you what, that. sometimes I feel like a fool with uh, how much editing I've got to do all yeah. the time, but whatever. You're what? a busy boy. Life is good, all right? Life is good. Yes. How, how about yes. your life? How, how's your life going? Good, good, good. Ho, ho, hoes. Oh, that good, huh? That's yeah. I that's uh, remarkable. This is our Christmassy type of show. This is. It? We've got a lot of stuff to talk about this episode too. Uh, yeah, we're giving away the the, the Roku on this. Yes, hey, let's not jizz our pants on that yet. We've got some business to take care okay. of. All take, right, take but the we business. do. But we do. We hit the haiku challenge. We have a winner. My wife read them, and we we had like twenty five entries. So I was pretty. I was pretty thankful that we had, I mean, I don't know, I mean, 25, you know, compared to, to, uh, oh, I don't want to sound like a dick, but, to, uh, you know, for contest entries, that's, you know, I think that's a great handful. 25 people want to win this. It would have been, it would have been really good if like the, if more people could have got in, but the thing, but honestly, I think my wife was tired of them by, by, sure. by the time she had to read all the way through, but. Thank God they're short. And well, <clears throat> some of them are, some of them aren't so short, but it's funny because, uh, you, uh, you can kind of tell, you know, who really reached deep down. Oh, it's yeah. an art form is what I'm saying. I mean, it's not just, sure. it's not just throwing some words at a wall. They don't man. call it hey kiss or nothing. Exactly. So I can't wait to get into that. But, um, a couple things I wanted to mention. First of all, a corpse collective video podcast, yeah. which is what it's called on zombie TV. Um, we just put out episode 11. So it actually will be up, uh, probably by the time I, I, uh, um, release this episode. We're going to be talking about Lugosi's morphine. What was the album called again? The oh. end of the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a little movie called Maniac, which by the way, you know, it's not necessarily a Christmas movie, but it takes place. In that time of year, nothing says Christmas like hooker scalps. I think I think I heard Johnny Krug say that on yeah. the show actually too. So, yeah, dude, you and you and Johnny Krug, I'd like to have a threesome with you guys. Ugh. And when I say threesome, I mean like, um, uh, we're against like on, the wall crying like, on, like babies, and you're going, "Get over here!" No, well, I'm in on the tilt a world. It's your here. turn. <laughs> I cannot. Well, we I, I kind of wish I didn't Michael. say that. We don't want to anymore. You know what? That's how I picture it too. I'm I'm glad that we're at least on the same page there, man. You know, well, I know. Plus, we plus are you get Johnny in here, and he's a little dainty guy. You know, oh man, I'm kind of dainty too. Well, well, I'm bigger dainty. I'm, well, no, no, I'm no, no, medium. You're, but you're, but you're I'm, like I'm like Mama Bear. Yeah, yeah, you're mo- yeah. If Johnny Krug's just right. Whereas, yeah, okay. I'm too hot. You're too cold. He's just right. I guess. Yeah, is, exactly is what we're saying. Anyway, um, I want to get an update from you. Okay. 
on Die Monster Die October 21st, 1976, because I was at the the last practice you guys had working on your tribute song. It man. is rolling along awesomely. Don't it, you think so? It was. It sounded really. Did you cool. like where we were going with that? Thank you. The thank. I you just channel. loved how much you guys like to party. Yeah, we like to party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going good. We got about nine songs. Uh, some of the titles would be. I mean, just right off the top of my head, I would say there's a "Don't Panic." There's "It's Only a Test." I would say "El Vampiro." Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, 1-800-MOON Patrol. Yep. All good um, stuff, man. The thank you songs rolling along pretty which, good. Which you guys were having a good old time rocking that baby oh, yeah. last Wednesday. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. When we get into the moment, uh-huh. oh, we have a good time. I just get to sit there and envelop it all. But we're about nine, nine or ten in, so cool. we only got about three or four to go. Man, that and we get to work in the studio. I figure, you know, the people who who have donated, a lot of them are Corpse Cast uh, listeners. Absolutely. So, so it's like you know, let's keep giving them the updates and whatnot. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Windhawk is doing his best on Facebook, but you know, I just you know, I think they love to hear a your lot, voice, dude. A lot of people donated through Corpse Cast. Yeah, I, know, I noticed that. So, yeah, it's good to keep them informed on what's happening yeah because because if it wasn't for them this may or this would not have happened so do you ever just want to point your finger in the air and say i'd like to to thank my lord and savior jesus christ i never ever do that (laughs) oh never feel like i want to i i figure if there's ever a time that you were if i win a grammy no okay then i say yo i want to thank my mama Oh, they have a lot of days, Jesus Christ. He's a, he's a man. He helped me get here. Yeah, dude, I figure if there's any, if, if you, if you and guys. Beyonce should have won. If you, if you get a Grammy and if you don't say that, I'll be so pissed off. Oh. I'll, I'll get up and say, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll let you get your thing, whatever. Okay. That's yeah. two Kanye jokes I stole from you. So that was a bust. Yeah. It's time, baby. It's time. The haiku challenge. You know, what's funny too is I gave all these to, uh, to my wife. Yeah, and she did all the you know the whatever, but most of the uh, but but in fact all of the people who are in the top five yeah are kind of like regulars really yeah and I and people disclaimer I had nothing to do with this nothing I gave now her, she didn't know the name she just saw the haiku I didn't even, I didn't even put the names on there I, right I, well I put a little code I put a little like okay so you know what the yeah, code exactly. is yes but she looked at it and saw just the haiku and said. That's the one. Yes. Right and so she, and it's funny because, um, and, and even the one that doesn't call in very much who made in the top five, uh, she still is, you know, she's called in before and she's been listening for a long time. So I thought it was really cool. I mean, I mean, there were, there, there were some from people who I'd never even heard of, you know, nice. which well, was, that's... which was the majority of them, you know, yeah. but I'll tell you what, uh, I, we just really appreciate all of the ones that we got. It, it was a lot of fun, man. It was that's a lot of fun awesome. seeing the look on my wife as she's reading them. Oh my gosh, what is, what? Oh, uh, yeah. And she, in, you know, she's not very up to date on Corpse Cast lore, you know, mm. so, so I had to like, well, what does that mean? And I had sat there and explained it to her. And Burger so, dick or something. Yeah, exactly. And so like, basically what? she just kind of, uh, she, she goes, you know what? I, I chose these because I think these are the ones that people, you know, that, that, that they really made an effort to, to, uh, make it Corpse Cast. Or, or corpse collective, uh, sure. uh, specific or whatever your podcast or whatever sure. you do on the internet. Whatever you do over there at Shane's house, Michael, <laughs> exactly. it's disgusting, whatever it is. I'm sure. Um, but, she, but she did take some liberties, 
um, because I, and I'll bring this up in a minute. But number five, number five, we get a <laughs> foot thick snow outside. Perfect horror flick weather denied by Peanuts Christmas. That was by the Wolfman. And you know what's funny too? Wow! Let me tell you something. You know the whole controversy that they're not going to play um, the Peanuts Christmas special. It's a Christmas Charlie Brown or so. I don't even know what it is, but because right. it's like too controversial now or something. Really? Yeah, I guess my wife is really pissed off about that. I, for some wow. reason, I didn't know she was such a big I hadn't Peanuts heard fan anything until, about yeah. it. Well, that's the thing. So that came in at number five. Wolfie, you got a CD coming to you. The Wolfster. Here comes the next one. Horror, rock, and film. Furburgers to fill their eyes. Corpse cast, sweet bromance. I like that. Johnny Krug. The Krug. The Krugmeister. Oh, dude. Sweet, That was dude. really good. That was yeah. awesome. Number three. And people, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and we could argue. Uh, I'm, I, I was totally just... You're out of the I picture. Was totally out she, of she handed it to me. I'm telling you, people. I, you know, I don't know. I, I wish I, you know, whatever. Up yours. <laughs> Fur burgers, blood and guts. Punk and metal movie talk. Corpse cast is the shit. And that's good too. That's that's good. That was Alan. In and out. Alan. In and out. Can you believe it? We're getting these regulars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got two more. Two more. Number two. Okay, in this one I had to do a lot of explaining okay. because it if you don't know what happened, it you know, you don't really know what's going on. Right. Number two, signed Linda Blair, Mike. And this is how oh, yeah. you thank me? F her in the C word. But it's actually written out. And that's number two from Ember. Well, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why it is, because I had to tell her the whole story. Right. She thought it was hilarious. Remember, uh, just a quick recap. They're like, hey, what, uh, the JJ from, uh, LA, LA. Was like, hey, hey, uh, what other podcast should I listen to? And I don't sure. know. And what we, what was it? Uh, padded, padded room. room. And then she listens to the padded room and multiple mics was like, uh, said all this. He did his little hip hop song in yeah. the bathtub about cunt and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she, you know, and you know, so there you go. Now you know this was the woman who sent me, who was so thoughtful. She sent me a, a signed picture of Linda Blair. Linda Blair, yeah. So there you go. But number two, that's number two. Here's the next one for all of the Roku dollars. <laughs> no dollars, just a Roku. <laughs> this one's long too. Okay. A soft apartment nest. Two men with hairy chest. Whore. Feelings Ooh. begin. Not Ooh. not over. Corpse Cast Podcast, Supple Movie Scene, Shining Music Heard. Voicemails are sent, fear of being GP'd, three minutes come and gone. Oh, trivia answer trivia questions answered, some not. Turn up the radio. Oh <laughs> Burgers of Dick, local seven eleven, vagrants roam. <laughs> In monitors glow, the shine of empty beer cans are plentiful. O'Shane, scale mount Mike, not too fast. Everyone you reach with sweet ear love, hug and lifts. Mike and Shane leave a broken heart's bleeding like a zombie's glory hole. Last but not least, corpse cast, better or worse, we bid farewell till you speak again. 
Oh, that is fantastic. So, no, it's funny because my wife was even like, you know what? That's technically not haiku. Haiku, yeah. Because it's five, seven, five, the pros. But she said, you know what? But this one's the best, first of all, because, you know, he put a lot of work and energy into it. Right. Um, and uh, then I thought to myself, well, you know, I'm, we got to give this guy a break, too, because I'm not even sure that he can count clear to five into seven. So... Are you fucking kidding me? I was joking. Oh, about that. Okay. Uh, but the winner is James Irma Gersh. Irma Gersh! Did it! On the Roku! Fuck you! You won! Hey, that was great. That was great. That one's, you know, they were all heartfelt. Yeah. All every damn one of them was a, good. Was, and the thing is, is we, I, I was actually super surprised at how many entries we got. You yeah. know, I don't, we don't want to go over them all, especially since James was so long. We kind of read that for the last twenty minutes. I know. Whatever. Congratulations, <laughs> Irma Gersh. Shoot me an email, James, with your, with your. Address. And I want this on okay. the group holding the Roku box. One of those. I better see that picture. That'd be great, man. Even if it's that weird-looking bitch holding the Roku box. I got my Roku bitch. I got my Roku. Well, congratulations, congratulations, to James. Thank you so much for everybody. If you know, if, if I read it, and we've got. Uh, Oh, I can't remember what album it was of Die Monster Dies that I was going to send out. It was, was it the only the dead will survive? Is that the one with this? It could be, I think it's Honor Thy Dead. Okay. And you know what? As what? a special treat, I may have some vinyl still Ooh. around here that okay. we'll throw in. If Sweet I can action. find them. Okay. We will hand out a piece of vinyl. So you get that, you, you get all that prize package, but. For James, the Roku box, sponsored by Zombie TV. And I'll tell you what, bro, the first thing you better do is fire up Zombie TV and watch our show. Absolutely. Right? Cause we will know. Yeah. If you fire it up and you go, I'm going to Netflix. No, you go to Zombie TV. Yes. First. Yes. I'm putting, I, I put a tracker on it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm totally lying. We're going to put a tracker on your life, James. <laughs> you just signed it away to us. Okay, there we go. That's out of the way. That was, uh, I, I was, like I said, that's I was awesome, man. That was, that was pretty cool, man. All right. So, uh, we've got a ton of voicemails, of course. You know, we got to oh, get through. Of course, through. of course. Uh, the question for this episode was sent in by the, say, lovely bird. Oh, the lovely bird. Laura, Laura are you little you? I don't know if that made sense, but it sounded great. Uh, the, she sent in this question of the episode. Here it is. So over here in England, our newest princess is growing our likely future monarch as we speak. It got me thinking, including non-traditional pregnancy-like themes, for example, alien and parasites as well as actual babies. Sure. What is your favorite pregnancy-slash-gestation-related horror film and best read grossest birthing scene? Okay. So why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, but the listeners won't know because we're just going to go ahead and, and fire up the voicemail. Get right your now. jingle balls out and your Yule logs. We're about to bust some Dude, did we even, stuff. I didn't even mention who we're going to be talking about on this episode. Well, yet. Who, who is it? We're going to be talking. You know what? Okay. This is, I forgot this is a special episode. Yeah. Too. We're talking about stuff birthed. Speaking of birthing scenes mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City. Yeah, birthed. It is a punk band, a classic, a punk band that's been around for as long as I've 
been alive. No, oh, no, close. Quite. When did they start? 1980? 80. Well, I could have rocked out when I was four or something. Yeah, All right. <laughs> but but uh, the, the name of this band is Victims Willing. Yes. And we're talking about their album from what, 2010? 2010. Called uh, Old Bones and New, New Cadavers. Cadavers. Yep. And then we're going to be talking about a film that was filmed here, uh, the holiday classic. Silent Night, Deadly Night from oh, 1984. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's do this. Let's get right into these voicemails and uh, let's just get let's just get started. Excellent. Mike Shane, what's up? Uh, Question episode. Hey, now, baby. The Merry Christmas, Alan. I think one of the most like disturbing baby movies I've ever seen is Grace, and probably the most like Holy. disturbing or fucked up delivery I've seen. We had to be inside. Oh uh, yeah. Y'all have a good Christmas and stuff. Bye. Merry one. Don't you love when, like, you're, you're, you, you have this question of the episode? Hypothetical. Let's say you have a, a podcast and you're okay. running it and you have a question of the episode for every episode. Uh-huh. And then you think to yourself, man, okay, here's my answer. Yeah. But then the first mother effer who calls, calls in, in takes your answer. I don't think anyone will get my most disturbing. Well, save it because I'll t- I only have the one because mine kind of goes with both because it freaked me out. But, Alan, thank you for calling in and effing it all up for me, bro. Yeah. Way to go, Alan. <laughs> you know what? Uh, GP called him. Oh, yeah, GP. What's I wonder up? if he's going to get GP. Christmas time on the phone. Oh. That was beautiful. Yeah, GP. Um, we can rock Y'all had a happy uh, doomsday. Yeah, um, we're still in I it. kind of sucks because Christmas, it looks, turns out Christmas isn't going to be canceled. Yeah. Still on, so now I'm about to scramble out for uh, Christmas. You got sure. no excuse. Yep. Uh, no storm, Sandy. Um, <laughs> and since it's so uh, so short, you know, uh, certain amount of time, I'm just going to be a short thing. I'm just going to do the uh, question of the episode. Um, what is your favorite pregnancy, gestation, birthing, indeed, birth yes. movie, whatever? Um, I just watched it first time. Uh, I just watched it a little while ago. Dead Alive. Where the chick has zombie priest oh, yeah. does it with the uh, yeah. zombie nurse and yes. buglies and out pops zombie uh, baby sloth as a baby. That was that was uh, a kick ass movie. That's so great. That's so good. That's by the guy who did the Hobbit too. Not a lot of movies I can say is really gross because of all the splatter, like cheese. Christ, with the fucking longbow or zombies. Love that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> I didn't Kids remember Jesus being in it, though. I'm assuming Jack loved it because, you know, he won't let me know after, you know, he's still under the covers after a while. Yeah. But um, that's it. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, you sexy beast. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Christmas GP. Bye. We love you. Oh, dude. It's yes, good. It's good. It's good do. to hear GP find. You know what's so funny about GP, too? Yeah, is it he? He's he watches all these shows with his kids. All these all I these, do. Yeah, but I, well, I, I'm with him. Yeah, but yeah. The th- but I don't know. My wife would kill me if yeah. I did because I mean maybe my children are no. I don't think that they're sensitive. I think that my wife is too sensitive. Therefore, Could be. therefore, it's like I watched Evil Dead Part Two. Yeah, and I think it's a fun romp in time where she just. My wife watches that and just freaks out. She says she has nightmares and shit. So I can't sit there and like every once in a while I'll sneak one in with Eve, who's my nine year old. Yeah. You know, and uh, we'll watch one. Of course, she'll, she'll like totally tell on me every time. Guess what? We watch mom. Yeah. You know, and then I'll get in trouble. Zip. Yeah. But you got to tell her you've got to refrain 
We're going to watch this movie, but you've got to not. Yeah, you know, she's about as good at doing that as I am at refraining from whatever. Exactly. Anyway, uh, GP, thanks for the call. We got a couple from Jake the Snake coming our way. Merry Christmas. What's up, boys? Jake the Snake here. (laughs) And sorry for another uh, week without my presence. Uh, Just that I just thought the. uh, Question of the week was a little, with a little tough for me. On it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It just seems when you come up and see like um, somewhat more. In- I'm gonna pause it. I notice that when I put a little bit of thought into the question of the episode and really try to get people's inner thoughts, yeah. you don't get quite as many voicemails about it. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't waste my time, right? No, keep it. Do what you do. I I can't help it. What was the question for last episode? It took me forever to come up with that. Wait, no, that no, 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 that was no, that was somebody else brought that. Alan, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. What am I even talking about? Why did I pause? Why do I even do a podcast? Do what you do. What you do to me. I answered, (laughs) and you know when you come up with shit like make your own Frankenhooker, I'm like, bam, got my answer. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, like but, you get uh, for that you, one. You get to talk about oh, titties. What can we do for independent horror? Oh, Monique. that's the one I'm talking that's about. That's what I'm talking took about. Took the words out of my mouth. So yeah, just leave it at that. And yeah, I, I just want to comment on Zombie, Mister Zombie. Yeah, I fucking love Rob. I mean, oh cool. I have all four of his Mr. albums. Zombie seen plans. him live four times and. I believe I do own all of his movies. Yes, including El Super Bisto. Oh, cool, me too. And looking forward Mr. to uh, Nords of Salem. Oh, and too, I just have to say, well, I love his music and all, but, you know, last one was a little... Eh, H2? Okay. Is that what he's talking about? I mean, yeah. It's just tough to beat, like... His music? I think he's one talking and, about that. Oh, I oh, as well. Oh, he's talking about music. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess he's just more focused on maybe focusing more on the movies nowadays. I don't know. But, I yeah, agree. We'll see what's his next album. Well, I love his movies. Man. Okay, his music. Uh, now with this uh, current question of the episode uh, about movie pregnancies. <laughs> Well, uh, we know my favorite definitely ain't Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yeah, sorry, people. <laughs> God dang it. Why do I always get the case of the burps when I call in? Yeah, we bring that oh, up, people. Son of a bitch. Um, so my, I would say my favorite movie con- uh, containing some sort of pregnancy. Well, the only thing I can think of right now is the movie Inside. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. I mean, that's on the the docket for our show, by the way. It's freaking brutal, man. It's awesome. (laughs) And speaking of brutal, the second part, the most brutal birth scene. Well, I saw this for a bit, and, well, I I saw one I saw many, many years ago, like, probably in high school. Was it like, you know, had the whole weekend. Adult roles. Had the house to myself, up late, um, channel surfing, and uh, fortunately we did not get skin of Max. Oh, he got GP'd. Can oh. I, can I take a minute to talk about this question? I just, I just had a thought about it, cause when I, my, my answer is not about the most brutal. 
Um, <laughs> I don't have like an answer for most brutal pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But I thought to myself, okay, well, what is it? And then, uh, you know, I'm thinking right now, okay, well, what, what's the most brutal thing? I'm like, I've, I, I've had three kids. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and all were C-section. And you've been there so, and seen that. And, I've, and I, I think that's the most brutal thing that I've ever seen in my whole entire life. So I still have my answer, but it's not most brutal because nothing can beat watching a free, watching a doctor cut your wife's gut open. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. Been so, there and done that. Oh, freaking brutal, dude. Uh, okay. So here's Jake's second one. He got GP'd. I'm still not used to getting GP'd. <laughs> Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, when I was channel surfing, I saw this one movie. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's a early 70s, low-budget type movie. It's based on one of William Shakespeare stuff, but showed this woman in the emergency of some sort of demon, I think, you know, and, you know, showed them crowning and shit, and, oh, oh, man, it was the... I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? Yeah, but, when you uh, see that. My real answer, though, uh, I would have to say the human centipede to full sequence. That's me. a good point. God, God damn. Oh my I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah. G. G. Darn. Say G. Darn. You need to watch me. those, dude. Seeing her walking around, that blood coming out, and out comes the baby, and as quickly as he came into the world, splash. left. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's freaking brutal. Uh, I'm calling very late, so I probably should hang up and go to bed. Yeah, plus you got some oh, robotussing in to do. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, we've got a first-time caller. Really? Well, and I'm really glad she called in because she was the person who gave us this question. Oh, that beautiful bus she called. <laughs> you sound like Bob Hoskins. Hello, she Mikey called us on a dang dang. Laura, um, a.k.a. Oh, Lovely Bird from Bird. the UK, just calling to answer the question of the week. Yes. Felt like I should because it was my question. Um, yes, so oh, definitely inside. Because yeah, it's a it's, it's a popular real. One. It could happen. It has happened. Horrible. Can't imagine anything worse. Possibly apart from actually being pregnant, but those are my own issues. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, yes. So that's my answer for the worst birth scene. I think my favourite gestational film is definitely Alien. Traumatized oh, yeah. me from an early age. For some oh, reason, dude. the first time I watched it, I thought that he got impregnated by eating the cabbage that he was eating <laughs> just before the alien burst out of his chest. And so spent quite a few years of my childhood terrified of cabbage. eating cabbage. Who isn't anyway, terrified of cabbage? Okay, yes, I finally called in. Plus, plus I'm terrified I, I to had stay at cabbage because it tastes like crap. Plus, don't they eat like a ton of cabbage in the UK? Yeah. I feel like that They're cabbage like is... Cabbage and pudding and rice and tea. We've got some... We've, we've got some uh, uh, corned... Corn, what was that? What's that? The corn, 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 corn beef, corn beef and cabbage is what yeah. we like to eat because isn't that like Irish anyway? But yeah. I know it's listen, it's all UK, right? They like cabbage and pudding and tea, and I like some spotted dick, and I think spotted dick has cabbage in it. And they like actually, I have no idea. I don't even know what the hell spotted dick is. And the cops have them sticks. They like the swat the bobbies. They're not cops. Get they're, on. They're bobbies. Get on. <laughs> 
All right, let's finish. Let's finish this voicemail. Mocking me and Sue. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Oh, oh, oh! You know what? That was wonderful. She was a bit shy. In that, that, she, but that you know, was sweet as hell. Wasn't that? You know, I she like just that. seemed so dainty. You know what? She did us a big favor. She called in again. Again, you beautiful boy, you did. Hello again, Mike and Shane. It's Laura again. Just another quick message to say that worked out why I thought it was the cabbage that caused the alien impregnation. Um, my older brother, who I blame for a lot of my issues because he used to force me to watch all these horror films when oh, I was definitely him. way too young, um, tells me brother. that the reason I thought that the cabbage caused the alien to burst out of the guy's chest was because he fast-forwarded the film to the point just before the alien burst out of the guy's chest and said to me, it's because he's eaten cabbage and when you have your roast dinner on Sunday, it could happen to you. Bear in mind, this is the same brother who told me that if you stand on fiberglass, shards of glass will make their way through your bloodstream into your heart, um, causing it to explode. And the inventor of the kidney tremor who also convinced me when I was five that if he wobbled his hand and then hit me in the side, a tremor would pass from one kidney to the other, causing both of my kidneys to explode. As you can imagine, I have a lot of issues surrounding my childhood, and I blame him for most of them. But yeah, at least that explains why I was scared of cabbage. Anyway, uh, yes, long message. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Not sure why I keep thanking you. Uh, probably okay. for listening to this. Because you're very polite. Okay, you're you know what's funny about this whole thing? What? Is where she's probably traumatized. I'm the oldest of five kids in my family. Yeah. And you did every bit of that. Dude, it was so beautiful that when finally your mother would, would, would yell, Micah! Stop it! You'd you come, you'd come walking upstairs. And, exactly. And, and she, yeah, she, well, you know, I grew up there. She'd be like, you piece of ass! Yeah, she, piece she would, of ass. and I'm not even joking. Get she over would, here, you piece she would of stay ass, you damn dummy. She would say like, "What in the f are you telling your yeah. little sister?" She would say that yeah. too. Mommy, what's the f? What 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 does the? I don't what know why. How did all of a sudden I become British? I, I don't know what that is. But no, Laura, I'm sorry, but as an older brother, that is his duty, and you should feel pretty, you know, good about the fact that your brother did not shirk his duties. And I say to him, "Let me aim." I want to take that guy up back and give him a nice Do you know who you sound like? Do you know who Bob Hoskins is? No. Whenever you do your, like, your, uh, your British accent, I always picture Bob Hoskins. I'll give him a nice piece of meat in his ass right now. So you think he's attractive is what you're saying. He's a shite talking to her like that. Tell all those rotten things. I got a good mind to come over there and slap your fat fucking face, you. Big bastard. Oh, uh, dude, look up Bob Hoskins on the break on your tablets, and that's who oh, you remind I, me of. I don't know if I want to know. No, he's, he's all right. I would have settled he's for just Benny Hill. Dude, if you were Benny Hill, do you know how many chicks we'd have over here right now? That would be amazing. Yeah. All right, uh, Lauren called in. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Um, I, did whilst, I also forgot to um, give you guys props for the video show and recommend the Roku box. Oh, um, thank you. Despite the original meltdown, um, where I think yeah, it was just yeah. a Roku box. I wonder if I got these in back, backwards order. Cause experience like... you guys in front of a group of people that wanted me to have like a private, private, private special me time. Special um, watching the video show. So I see people 
should totally get the Roku box. I'm psyched to stream my Amazon Instant Streaming and Netflix on it. Um, And uh, also you get to see those, your two favorite sexy mofos um, just giving each other love and eyes and seeing the videos. We do a lot of that. um, Like both the music videos and um, the the trailers. I think really adds like a nice layer to it. I think so. Yeah. Um, so nice? yeah, go you get yourself a Roku for box for the and um, stream it's actually probably the sexiest podcasting pair. Um, Mike, you're technically like kind of gay to me because you're married, but yeah, that's okay. um, you and Shane have some great, great chemistry. And, I am, um, I'm kind of gay for my wife. Can you say that? I'm going to peace out. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> She she almost went to a dark dark place. You're kind of gay for your wife. Yeah, well that's what she said. She's like you're kind of gay to me because you're married, and she's right. I mean I'm gay for my wife, right? Yeah, she's a lady though. You know, M- whatever, man. I'm 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 in, I'm in a nuclear dust here. All right. I don't understand I what you're talking about. I apologize. Listen, never. I was gonna go somewhere dark where Lauren was about to go. To where I was about to pick up where she left off, but you know what? Uh, she called back in, even though I think that maybe I got these backwards, okay. you know, so of order. But uh, here she is again. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Um, oh, yeah. I'm calling in to give feedback and answer the question of the episode. Um, my favorite Prego movie Ooh. is. I'm going to go with Inside. Yeah, For that's some a reason, it was one. fun. I mean, it was like horrible. That was fun. That's, that's and a, brutal. But it was kind of a fun ride, and I was... I love that it movie. It actually um, kind of set me up in a weird way for Martyrs, because Martyrs is not fun at all, no. but um, my co-host Todd and I and my friend were all amped to see Martyrs and had a little Martyrs watching party, and we thought Yikes. it was going to be a blast, but Martyrs that was a surprise. Party. Um, anyway, uh, Love Inside, that's my favorite Prego movie, for the most everything. disturbing birth scene, I'm going to go with The Brood, that movie was oh, so I gross, I, it just grossed me out so much, I don't know if I can watch it again, and Oliver Reed, who I sometimes get it's like right, a, a major lady boner over, it was just, we just both creepy, love. if I wasn't gay for my wife, I'd be gay for Oliver Reed, where she's I'd be gay for birthing Oliver. The Brood. And she shows That's her, bold her birth sack was so gross, and the little brood babies were gross. So it's Cronenberg's The Brood, oh, brood yeah. and oh, yeah. for Inside, I don't speak French. So it would be L'Interior or something Chantel. like that. Um, incidentally, Todd says, Todd, Todd once at my birthday called me the Beatrice style of our group of friends. I don't know what that and means. And no one else knew what the fuck he was talking mm-hmm. about, but I was really flattered. Um, is that the girl anyway, in Inside, maybe? Ooh, let's I see what else. The Morse um, in Utah's tribute huh. to uh, Rob Zombie was fucking amazing. That was, it was so Loved good, it. dude. It was um, so good. And, yeah, Black Sunday. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, for such a... Of course a- you did, because it's Italian. I paused it, by the way. I just wanted to mention one thing about uh, about the Morse of Utah. And I hope he's listening. I hope he, li- I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe he'll listen to this show and whatnot. But, dude, we were just out there taking a little break, and Shane was just amazed at your awesome talent. And it was all, you know, it was all really. It was genuine. Was I was just genuine. telling you how fantastic he is. He's like, he's like, you know, he goes in there, he does all this stuff. It's like it blows my mind. So yeah. maybe we ought to uh, 
get some of his stuff on the show. You know, get it out there maybe one of these days. One of these days. We're Listen, still in the... All I'm saying, the, Chris... We're in the mix. All we're I'm saying, fix. Chris, is if you if you uh, would be so kind, we'll play whatever you want. I mean, we'll take a little break, play one of your one of your awesome oh, tunes man, and stuff like good. that. So, yeah, there you go. I just wanted to say I just that. Because you were amazed. You were just amazed at what he at writes the talent. Amazing tunes. That's well. That's really cool. Well, but and, they don't and, call him the Morrissey of fucking Utah for nothing. No, right? and that's true. And I feel honored to have the Morrissey of Utah actually write a, a deep throat of burger dick. And he said, Mike and Shane, yeah, yeah. So that you know, I think I could be I worth privilege. a mint someday. We can hang our hats on that. One day I'm going to be like, dude, remember me? He's man. got a house remember in me? Vegas with tons of horses and a <laughs> goddamn Vegas show. Do you think horses like Vegas? It's hot as shit out there. I hate Vegas during the day. Well, well Lauren, Lauren, Lauren doesn't know about horses. Well, she doesn't know about Vegas. Maybe she knows about. Have you ever been to Vegas, dude, in the summer? Yeah, it's I remember hot. driving down there, dude. Okay, you drive down to Vegas in the summer. It's like you're inside all day. Want to know why not? Because it's like not sunny and fun. Because it's 120 minus degrees all day in Vegas. Well, of course you do. When I'm in Vegas, why do you I think sleep you do all that? Day, I party all night. When I when I and I'm the same way when I go to Arizona, man. It's like I in the summer. It's like I can't even walk outside. I freaking die anyway. Yeah. Sorry. That's a whole aside there. I didn't mean to go off. I just wanted to say how great Chris is. Yeah. Theme. I was, you know, it was totally gothic, but really um, had just like a really modern oh, I lo- I, flair as far as amount of violence. Okay, and I hope she says yeah, something about I'm a shame on Barbara Steele. Barbara Steele is. She was a little so freaky. Oh, yeah. I love her. Um, See, so, I, Lauren's oh, with me. Someone to be a, what do you call it? By the way. Lauren's yeah. with me a little bit on that. Well, She's a bit freaky. I mean, you said so too. You said well, she's, so yourself. She's, she's unique, is what I what I. She's meant a bit to say. freaky, though. She oh. looked weird, and huh, I get oh. the eyes, Dude. huge forehead. Not, By no, the way, on the no video show, on the video show, I was giving you some shit about about the girl from uh, uh, Zombieland. Remember, I can't remember her name. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And you're like, oh, well, guess what? You have shitty taste in women too. You like Aja Argento. Are you doing this again to me? Are you like throwing uh, yeah, down right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm calling it out. Oh, you're a real because Emma Stone is pretty damn hot. Okay, wow. Well. She might not have looked that hot in. Agree to disagree, bro. Okay. Agree all right, all to right. disagree. Okay. Dream queen or what? Um, not that she's a bad actress. Um, she but yeah, she can just look a little, a little strange. Haggard. Um, I like hot. And. Yeah, it's like they got my Roku up and running after a fucking disaster where I had like five people over to sit down and watch the the video cast. Yeah, the and, Roku um, didn't come through for her. I'm sure even had a dude that. over who had just like redone <laughs> the electrical wiring in his house and oh. he's kind of a tech nerd too, so he was like, Oh fix this But it kinda <laughs> ended up like the Skype party where I guess Mike unplugged Shane's VCR and then was no, plugging it into no, the wrong input. No, and it took a shit out. and broke down no. We ended up watching like a, but a your TV sucks. Let's admit it. Movie yeah, and um, I might have converted minutes. my my lady friend into being into scissoring because she took one look at <laughs> Wega Fennec and was like, I'd hit it. Um, also, as so far hot. as a Baba film with nudity, Shane, um, you could go for. I mean, he ups the the nudity factor later, but five dollars for an August Moon, you get to see. Um, a lot of Edwiga Fennec. I don't remember. She's mm. totally naked, but she was pretty sexy, and she does sexy dancing. Oh, she's and I'm so sure you at least see too. a lot of cleavage. Like, she has like but an you do unbe- see her like boob a in supernatural um, level. The case of the Bloody Iris, which is what we watched. 
They're very nice. Her boobs are very delicious. So I recommend those movies to Shane. And Mike, if you've already seen them. Yeah, I have seen those. They're good. Anyway, I'm really excited to see you sexy mofos in the Winchester. And TV told me that they're going to get like a motel deal so I can stay out there. Yes, And hopefully it's pet friendly. Um, Why? Anyway, well, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, if you guys need a ride from the airport and yeah, I'm not working, that. I will uh, pick your asses up. <laughs> awesome! Um, I'm stoked. Rent it, rent oh, a car. So much fun, man. Anyway, uh, this is Lauren sliding the fuck out and uh, Lady Death Rattle. Merry fucking Christmas! Oh, oh Merry Christmas! And happy Merry holidays. Christmas, Bye. Lauren. Dude, Lady Death Rattle, dude. It's February eighth. We're gonna go out there. It's gonna be fun as shit. Yeah. The only my only worry though is that because usually when we head out to like horror concept, we just go and we kind of we kind of just like bask in the light, you know, and have some fun. Yeah. You know, hanging out with friends and whatnot. I wonder. We may have some business to do out yeah, there. We too. may have a little bit of business to do. Obviously, right. it's it's gonna be all fun. It. I mean, I'm I'm here. Basically, I, the only business where I think we're doing is bringing the recording rig. Yeah. Do you got a pee? Yeah, I do. Kind right. of got to pee. All right, so let's do. Well, Did you we'll, tell I was squeezing my weenie? He's like, he's squeezing like squeezing the off like, yeah, the fucking. Let's yeah. pot it. All right. No, uh, it was Lauren's call. I was like, I don't know. Oh my god. No, I'm excited. You know what? But, I'm talking to a lot of people that are going. We might make our way out. That'd out'd be there. fun. Katie man. and Dan. They're talking about coming out. I hear they love us. Actually, I hear that. I hear they love us. Yeah, they love us. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I thought I heard a little sprinkling of GP going, so what's this? Uh, oh, GP? GP yeah. lives in Jersey. I don't even know how far away that is. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool, though. That'd be, in fact, the more the, the only merrier. thing I'm worried about is them just being sorely depressed when they see us. They're like, oh, fuck. You guys don't even have those white-rimmed sunglasses or nothing, dude. <laughs> You guys are you like got, lame. You guys don't even have matching Michael Jackson Thriller jackets. I know. What is this? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that at all, dude. Want to know why? No. Because once the microphones go on, it all just flows, baby. It flows like wine. Indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Levi called in. Levi! Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Levi. Levi. Um, he even said Levi. Uh, well, His name's not Levi anymore. Well, he even said Levi. Uh, let's see, Mike. You spit out a haiku. I don't know that you know it, but uh, yeah, go back and listen to it. You said something along the lines of, "Let's hear it." They said he's a worm, but he's not a worm. He's a dragon. Dude, uh, I am artistic as shit. No, I forgot. But anyway, listen. Yeah, I'm a poet, and I don't even know it. You're pretty fucking artistic. I gotta say that. That could be further from the truth. Five, so, yeah, you said a haiku, dude, when you were pretending to be a little kid giving your report on them. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm calling uh, because I am not a fan of in this moment. And you can say what you want, man. You are um, or not? I like he the first two albums. Not. That's well. what I thought. He was the one that posted one, though, it. Uh, the singing was a little bit off. She's hot. Did you say uh, her Of course she's hot. Uh, the riffs were better. Third album is pretty terrible. Um, it's new man, I don't care for so the medical. Charged, I just can't dig it. Uh, there's a lot of anger and a lot of craziness in that one. Who posted that? I, I thought I was I like Levi. I like him a lot, but I don't love in this moment. Oh, okay. I so he, he's Frank. still kind of like... He's fantastic. 
They had one uh, song, no, Welcome to the you. Gun Let's Show, or something. It reminded me a little bit of. That's pretty epic. Hold on. As far as my music, I'm I'm thinking of a band. It reminded me a little bit. There's this band that was like, I'm gonna sing a song for you. Let's see if you can get it. Okay. Hot in the house of God. No. Doesn't ring a bell at all. Oh man, I can't even remember. It's good to see you flapping your arms around like that. <laughs> no, it's free. It's it's cold as shit. We just got back inside, so my hands are. I just went like this. I just did a fist pump, dude. Yeah. Okay. Is that what that was? All right. That's that's my version of a fist pump. Okay. Big jerk. Let's go. It, uh, <laughs> you can say I'm a metalcore metalcore fan, but uh, um, as they were dying. Oh. It's fantastic. Okay. I love becoming the archetype. That's good. It's good uh, that we can all have our own. I haven't heard a lot of okay. I had the first couple I of Zylay Dynams. Oh, I love Queens. Queens? I love Megadeth. <sighs> and I love Megadeth. Die. I love Old Country before 1995. Absolutely. Of, of course, but a lot of it's good. Uh, Alice in Chains and oh. Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Mother Love Bone oh, and dude. Nirvana and the list goes on as far as grunge is concerned. Oh, I love I love Mother Love yeah, Bone. I'm that's why you know I love all that stuff. But uh, a connoisseur of good music. Indeed, nothing wrong with Sacrifice that. and Switchfoot and Gunger and all these bands that are all over the map. You know, I, I'm no metalcore fan. I didn't even really know what the term was until uh, until you said it. It yeah, wasn't me. Honest, yeah. I've never, uh, I've never even heard of metalcore. Who said it? Somebody said it. Me and I you said it. They're metalcore, so if I that's right. you said metalcore, metalcore. Fan, I am there. No. But I am a sage. I guess I, 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 guess really I mostly stepped out of work to call you because, dude, I actually caused you to use the F word. Oh dear, he, I think he's about to get GP. Oh, he said the fucker. What did I do? Hold on a second. He's about but, to get GP'd uh, right anyway, now. Anyway, question of the week, as far as pregnancy goes. Um, I feel like I let everybody Dude. down, guys. Yeah, you said the fuck word. Well, I... You said it. You said it. I'll formally apologize to everybody. You said it, fucker. You said it. You know what's so funny is that how, like, never mind, I won't even go into it. What if, like, someday my wife listens to this, you know, like, we're all 60 and she starts listening to this stuff and she's like, so what you're saying is, is you didn't say the F word a lot because every time you get mad, you say the F word. I and bet Amber goes, says in her mind, it's the constant fuck, 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 fuck. Well, no, fuck. dude, if I piss her off enough, she goes, she, this is her favorite thing. Michael, I'm saying in her brain, what though. the F? Yeah. And she'll what the just, F? And, I'll just, and that's all, she never says. In her mind, she's she going, she doesn't say mother effer. Fucker. She doesn't say like F off. Face. She goes, what the F? That's her thing when she gets yeah. super extra mad, which I make her super extra mad once a month, maybe. Yeah. On average. Anyway, Levi, Levay. Called back in. Yeah, as far as pregnancy goes, my favorite pregnancy movie, of course, would be Alien because it's full of, uh, there we go. Mara. That's another one. But, uh, yep. And a big phallic monster, but the best birth scene for, for in my opinion, would be Extro, where uh, a woman oh, gives yeah. birth to a full-grown man. Yeah, I watched that with uh, that's bizarre. That's a bizarre uh, movie. buddy of mine and one of my girlfriends in high school. And, you know, I didn't ask her what she thought about that movie afterwards. Uh, I should ask her now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that was pretty wicked, man. He's that's just trying to find an excuse to get a hold of his girlfriend from high school. Year. But um, anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You get her on the Facebook. You say, "Baby, remember that night we were laying down naked, 
We put on that metalcore album. So awesome. <laughs> Dude, metalcore didn't exist back when Levi was in high school. Oh, I know. Yeah. Back, back when we were in high school, I think Levi and I are about the same age. But, well, maybe he's a little bit younger. He looks a little bit younger. He's Nirvana. small. He's a small Nirvana yeah, was, was the guys. Man. Dude, do you know what I've listened to a lot of? Anyways, the new Alice in Chains album, or the song that you love your Alice in Chains. I love to it no so end. freaking much. Anyways, uh, Monster Rojas called in. Hola. Mike Chain is a monster from California. So, man, I'm calling in. It's been a while. So, uh, well, that's uh, Berkeley. It's been a while, or whatnot. <laughs> Um, I remember the maggot scene from The Fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, gnarly. Yeah. Uh, the Brood is a pretty cool scene. The Brood Brood, Brood's a popular one. Yeah, I haven't seen the Brood. The, David Cronenberg. Yeah, the Cronenberg's. The, the kid there looks the clean. Yes. Pretty cool. Uh, but my favorite still is, uh, the, the little baby from Dead Alive when stuffed out of the skull. That's <laughs> probably my favorite. Indeed. That's a good scene in horror. Makes me laugh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Gotta get back to work. Late. You know what? I really feel like you know. I see monster on the Facebook page and stuff like that. Yeah. I really feel like me and Ray. Him, Ray, right, right. I really feel like if he was if he lived here or I lived there, we'd be like really good buddies. I bet. He yeah, he just seems like a solid dude. All right? Well, you we'd know? be good friends too. Me and you? No. Or me you and, and Ray? Well, of course, because you're a cool dude. I'm a cool dude. He's a cool dude. That's and we would have to fight. To no, see we, who's going to hang out with him. Dude, let me ask you. I've been watching a lot well, of... Well, uh, we're going to go play pool tonight, stop so it. sorry. Stop it right now. I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, there's yeah. Charlie and the, you know the other two guys. Yeah. There's There are three, okay? I would be the looks. Okay? Oh, yeah! <laughs> okay. You would be the muscle, oh, right. and Ray okay. would be the wild card. How's that? That's fine. How's that? Okay. That's fine. There you go. See, I would have called bullshit on you, yeah. but you said, I mean, I'll take, if I can't have looks, I'll take the muscle. Sure. But in all reality. Wild card? No. In all reality, no. I'm the looks and the muscle and the wild card, but whatever. <laughs> MG with this guy. All right. Uh, just teasing. Uh, Vaughn called in. Vaughn. Okay, okay, okay. Guys. He likes to take control. Dean, Michael. How you doing, Vaughn? I'm great. <laughs> got to work. You got our That's attention. Oh, Christmas season is killing me. I know, dude. <laughs> the mail, the mail doesn't yeah. stop. Um, question of the week. Um, do I feel obligated to the horror indie horror community? Oh, no, awesome. fuck them. They put out some good shit. I'd fucking uh, I'd watch it. Oh, cool. Some people have good put out some good shit. You know, you have like Colin, um, and I paused it. Do you want to know why? Because on the Facebook page, Vaughn said, you know what happened to my other voicemail? You know? Yeah. And I wonder if I just accidentally tagged it in my Gmail wrong. And so I actually tagged it for episode 48 instead of episode 47. Right. And so it's playing now. I hope that's not the case. Hey, that's cool. Anyway, anyway. We hear some Vaughn. We like to get... Listen, I, I will get as much Vaughn as I as We like I can. to get it on with Vaughn. Yeah. We like to get it on. Dr. Jensen's whole feature zombie movie in the... Uh... The Italian American zombie movie, great movie. Um, what else? That's good I, stuff, Berdinsky. Uh, you know, there's not many other things that I really particularly will sit there and spend money on and go nuts about. You know, the indie horror community can say I suck it. The thing is, with that couch cutter piece that he did, which, yeah. like I wrote on the forum on the group, he said, you know, page count one motherfucking country. He is. He, he just wants the um, page count, baby. Yeah. That, he's just like, 
It's all about like, causing controversy. Also, the talk decisions, right? And he doesn't even bring up the fact that, like, they have a movie out. He's like, oh, most of their publication is about the way they are, and they're, you know, that they're girls. I'm like, I'm like they're women, and they're kind of sexy. And hell yeah, they are. Sure. You know, they're going to all these fucking premieres dressed up in a fucking, you know, a skin tight leather smock. I mean, fuck hell yeah, they look fucking awesome. You ever seen a uh, regurgitated sacrifice? Oh. <sighs> I just want to pull your fucking dunk to that movie, even though it's, you know, it's Valentine. <laughs> Don't talk bad vomit. about that movie. Oh Stephen God, Thompson will get pissed off at you. Uh, but yeah, besides them, and like, Brodinski and maybe a couple other people that I'm friends with, the guys that, uh, city living, of, uh, Zombie Hunter City of the Dead. Oh, you, oh yeah, um, so I have to check that out. Kids fucking empty hard. They can all get sucking ass, you know, trying to, you know, get the word out to these things. And <laughs> it's just, maybe... I bought all Bobinski kind of, like, stuff. I love it. To be honest, like, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with 70s and 80s horror movies anyway, so I'm trying to watch all that shit first. So and if I, something that comes out independently nowadays, I kind of... I paused it because you know... Between you yeah. and Vaughn, I've got a list of shit that... Pinky horror oh. flicks. And, I, and I've added... I've like, actually added God, one or two pinkies to the, to the list. Dude, here's the thing. I'm it's with a never-ending list of shit I've got to watch. But there's so much stuff out there. And John H. A. He always calls in. He's got a list of shit, and it's yeah. Like, he likes. Oh, God, you know, it's funny. He's from the UK, but he like loves the Asian stuff like more than any. Human. I love the Asian stuff, he, but you you love the Asian stuff, but he makes love to the Asian stuff. Well, I want to make love to. the Well, Asian you don't. Stuff. You're not capable but of I don't it. Know. Yeah, he's he. There's a secret. There's an Asian secret. That maybe one day you'll learn. Asian Chinese secrets. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is th- he brings up a good point because I feel like I'm I'm so far behind with the with, with movies from the era that I love, like the seventies and the eighties, mm-hmm. that it's like, I mean, you got to get my attention with these new ones, man. I mean, it's like independent or not, it's hard. I'm going back, and I've got I've got a list. I have my IMDb watch list and stuff like that. You look at it, it's all Nazi exploitation from, you know, the 70s. It's it's a bunch of Asian pinky violence stuff yeah. from the 70s and 80s. Oh, the red my. handcuffs or something. There's like an episode. Yeah, dude, I watched like, that. because You know what? Let me tell you something about Vaughn, too. And Vaughn, and I, and I hope he doesn't blush, okay? Because this is, I mean, I'm going to be very complimentary. But Vaughn has turned me on to so many Awesome movies. So many movies I would never have watched. In fact, I watched a movie the other day called uh Something Hunter Star of David. Oh shit, I can't remember. But it was that sounds and I'd good. seen it before and I'd and, you know and I'd watched it earlier this year, but I just watched it again. So I but it's just like I would never have even heard of that. Yeah. Star of David Woman Hunter or something like that. I can't remember. It's so freaking good it's that pinky violence stuff you're talking yeah. about and without vaughn i would never even been onto this stuff you know yeah so the get, motion. You know, i got a, a, the motion picture massacre.com get, put some motion in your lotion and get it on there <laughs> squirt it all over <laughs> you know what's what's that promo um you cowardly fuck your bag signing this up this is <laughs> Dude, I I can never get enough of fucking Vaughn. I, I swear love to God, him. I love him. And you know what else is is too? I I listened to his his Christmas uh, episode mm-hmm. uh, earlier. I think it was uh, either late last week or earlier this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's coming out with the state of the podcast soon, and it's the greatest moment of podcasting, hands down, in Ever. the world of podcasting. Every year, Vaughn's state of the podcast that he does once a year okay, is the greatest you, podcast. Let me tell you moment. a little something that I did. Oh dear. 
he said, you know, he posted on Motion Picture Massacre on uh-huh. uh, Facebook. Facebook said, uh-huh. um, I'm going to do this show, the state of the podcast. I yep. said, please don't say you're going to fucking throw in the towel. He does every year. And he's like, no, it's an episode that I do. So I went back and listened to last year. And I went, dude, oh, hell dude. yeah. And you've got to go back because he's been doing this for, he's been doing it lo- longer than Cadaver Lab. Yeah. If, if not longer than when Cadaver Lab started, you know, very close because he's been doing it forever. But so I think he was before that too. I don't know. He's, he was one of the progenitors of the. Podcast. I love on sensibility. Well, he's, he's, but you know, I what love I, his just kind of, I don't give a fuck you, attitude. And you know what? Right now he's listening to this going, I wish these mother efforts would shut, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. So let's stop. And move Let's on. finish him. Let's you know, finish kind him of goes on the wayside until I get to it. You know, so uh, that's pretty much it. The couch cutter is a cunt. You oh, guys are the best. What? And uh, I best. hope you have a fantastic day. A I'm, day to use. I've had a lot of fantastic buckers. days. No, he called sorry. in for this episode because I think I honestly think that was for last episode that I just screwed right. up. But uh, I think this one's you know for this episode. So here he is. Oh, Vaughn again. Yeah, Vaughn again. Mike, Shane, Vaughn here. How you doing? Um, Good. Don't worry about last week. You played the better version of the two voicemails I left you. Yep. That's what happened. Anyway, That's what happened. Question of the week. Best um, film involved birth. I don't know if there is. There are films that completely involved birth, but there's two films that always kind of come to mind when you think about this. Um, Extra. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Wow. Film early 80s, I'm surprised you've got two for that. I've seen Extra. Um, in the scene. No one's getting in the film. Okay. There's an alien roaming around. He kind of gets into this woman's house, you know, bangs her from behind, and then <laughs> she then gives birth to a full-fledged human being. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking scene ever. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's so freaking great. Um, another film, uh, Takashi Miike's Guzu. Um, oh, I've never seen it. Oh, Guzu, yes, like I have. Existential kind of weird horror. That's flick. like the lady that would so, like, in the film. There's a lot of milk from Guzu. Guzu member kind of goes nuts. It was about and like his it's about like underling the, has to go out and kill him. J- Japanese um, mob. With him in the middle of the film, he loses him somehow. Right, he right, kind right, of disappears. You got to see go. And ahead. the guy kind of continues on his way, even though he's kind of worried about where this guy went. Um, and one night he's having sex with a with a, a woman, and all of a sudden something starts pulling something starts pulling on his dick inside her. Like he's going to town, and all of a sudden he, <laughs> something starts pulling on him, and <laughs> it's the guy who lost earlier in the film. He gets reborn. You know, full on, you know, full, he normal. Cr- I need to rewatch normal this. person of him, but he's pulled, he pulled himself straight through out of her vagina. Out of her cold, vagina out of her, a full Covered man. in goo and viscous. I've got his, I have those, I bought the DVD. I've got to watch it again. Not an extra, she kind of dies. <laughs> um, <but laughs> you laugh. They're both really cool. Um, Beyond the Door is another film too, but I don't think they give birth to the, the baby in that whole film. That's a weird possession yeah, that's film. That's an uh, exorcist. Kind of a, an Italian exorcist. Film. Oh, there you go. When uh, Exorcist came out, it was a big film in Italy, so made a whole shit of the ripoffs, and uh, Beyond the Door is one of those classics in that vein. Awesome film. Uh, but that's a film you definitely should check out. Anyway, yeah, that's about it. Um, kind of oh, serious today. I'm getting close to Christmas. want to be my best. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, Mom. <laughs> Anyway, you two grandmas, uh, I'll see you later. Hopefully you get everything you want for Christmas or whatever the hell you guys follow in fucking Utah. I uh, shall so, like him, like, motherfucker. Rum soaks coffee cakes at each other. He's and, one uh, of these guys that think that we're all Amish out of here or something. I love it. 
I anyway, some... I hope you guys have a good week. No, no, a good Tuesday anyway. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Bye, boy. <laughs> what were you going to say? I had somebody actually ask me once on the computer if we had computers. I mean, are you guys that advanced? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're like, the stupid ones here. Yeah, each other don't have we computers. have computers, which I'm talking to you on now. I, I literally had somebody in the last month or so ask if there was alcohol in this state. Yeah. And it's like, well, I said, well, the beers only have. Well, what do you call alcohol? Well, well, really? and, then, and it's funny because she was like, oh, I didn't even know. I go, I like, because we were talking about skiing because I went skiing a little while back, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago, well, maybe a month ago now. Yeah. But she's like, so, so, uh, yeah, but after I ski, I like to have some alcohol and you guys don't have that out there. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, uh, we got alcohol. Uh, Trust us. Um, the last voicemail. Wolfenstein. Weirdest thing. Call into the bone phone last week and must have blacked out or something because I woke up with an empty bottle of bourbon in my hand and mm-hmm. folks outside chanting hallelujah and amen and stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. Not that I'm unused oh, yes. to having cultists show up at my window, but hallelujah. maybe they're shouting stuff about Cthulhu and... Yeah, anyway, probably nothing important. I figured I'd call on in. This is obviously the Wolfman, as you can tell obviously. by the sense of humor. <laughs> and I figured I'd answer Merry your question of the week. Wolfie. Best movie, no, no. pregnancy Happy related, etc. He's a pagan. Um, Happy solstice and happy. I said it before, and I figure I'll say again, David Cronenberg's The Brew. The Brew's getting along. Yeah. It, when it's you find out about the history and the background under which he made it, going through a fairly messy divorce himself and dealing mm-hmm. with a horrible custody battle. It's an interesting film as to whether it's a psychological therapeutic value it must have had for him. And also because, quite frankly, the phrase swarming killer infants just kind of sums up what you think life must be like with the Optimum. (laughs) Anyhow, I figured I would just call in and mention that. I'm just teasing. Uh, Maybe. Maybe I'm just too remember to I had something serious? to She's say about last week's movie, oh Black Sunday. God. What was it that I had to say? Hope it was something good. Ah, uh, hell, I can't remember. I'll probably remember it it's in a probably few minutes. Something if about, I like, do, how awesome it if, is. Michael, I'll call oh. back in with it. If I don't, it must not have been that important. Yeah, apparently it wasn't that important. The Wolfman, and I'll talk to y'all later. Oh. I love you, Wolfie. Dude, that's a gorgeous tune, dude. Do All right. you want to touch my nuts? <laughs> want to smell my dick? Want to smell that dick? Right, I'm going to go first because mine's already out of the bag. Yours yeah. is apparently a secret treasure. No one got it thing. tonight. Mine is Grace because I'll tell you why. Like I said, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not really... I mean, sure, there are some disturbing stuff, but real-life C-sections are about as disturbing as it gets to mm-hmm. me, I think. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. But the, the most the most emotionally charged... Dis- and it was disturbing to me on a different level. I mean, it wasn't, like, gory or anything. But that birth in Grace, when they're like, oh, it's dead, and, and she's all put... You know, she's in that tub, yeah. and she's like, you know, in the, in the, in the midwife, it's just like... You know, let's just pretend. Let, let's go through the motions, and so we can go ahead and yeah. you know give this mother what she wants because you know maybe it'll be good for her mentally. But then it wakes up and shit. That Listen, was I loved that badass. movie. Grace yeah. was a great movie in my opinion, and that part was one of those ones that made the hair, the lack or the lack thereof on yeah. the back of my neck stand up, man. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's my answer, but I'm excited to hear yours. What's yours? Okay. I totally agree with you with Grace. I did not think about that until now, but uh-huh. I was like, you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good one. When she's laying in that tub, yeah. that's pretty creepy. It's, oh, it's just, it's just, oh, it's intense. Juwan, it's like Juwan 3 or whatever, black ghost, white ghost. I like when that little girl's laying on the bed. I don't know if I've and seen you it. See the, you see that, and it's stretching out her stomach. Really? And the faces, and they're going, oh. Juwan 3? Yeah. I've well, never even seen it. It's white ghost, black ghost, or whatever. I don't even know what that is. It's a later one. It's, is Juwan, is Juwan the grudge, or is Juwan, uh, that other one? What it's, one? it's, it's the Japanese. Gr- well, it was the original the ju- grudge. Ju- you got, you got Juwan, Juwan 2, and then white ghost, black ghost. Oh, I didn't know. Ghost, I've never ghost. seen it. I haven't seen it. Her stomach, this little girl's laying there in bed, and her stomachs are stretching out, and it's that face going, oh, through uh, the skin. That's oh, really? Creepy. Is it? My ultimate. Okay. My most All disturbing right. that still sticks in my brain. Oh, dear. Have you seen a movie called Orca? Oh, my gosh. It's been years and years. Because you know me and the, the nat- The whaling the ship picks up Mama out of the boat, the killer whale, Drags her up out of the water, uh-huh. and you see the baby plonk drop down. Really, and that's what gives Orca the eye to go. There's this shit my is baby, on. and they wash the baby off the side of the boat. No way, and that's what gives him. But dude, I don't remember that, that. stuck with me. Really, where it's just like this embryo. That's a great. Boom. That's a great answer. I and just lands. It on the almost boat. makes me want to watch that movie again. But since it's a nature, I mean, it was more around, of a like a. TV, yeah, made well, for TV kind of movie. Plus, you know how I feel about movies like Jaws. Yeah, you don't like, yeah, I don't but really dude, yeah, that was just that, like, that's cool, man. I, and I was just a little itty bitty kid going, a little itty bitty kid. And they got Mama hung up, and he's in the water, and he's watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you see the baby drop out of her, and then they kind of just swash it off, like it's like it's boat. nothing. And he said, "That's it." It's you're gonna get some wrath from Orca. <laughs> that's that's it. a that's good answer, man. That's you know what? That's one. I'm that telling you, dude. It was nobody disturbing. brought that up at all, man. That's good. That's it was awesome. disturbing to me because I was like, "Mama, what? What that? What that? That just came out? Was that that's some baby? No, it's a baby." My mom said, "Go get me another vodka." <laughs> and that's a baby that fell on a boat and they threw it in the water. <laughs> That's why I shut it down with you eight years ago. Now, was the mom of the killer or was that baby growing up the killer? Orca was the daddy that saw mom strung oh, up. Oh, really? falls out on the boat. They it's been so it long. He said, you see his eye floating in the water like, uh-uh, These motherfuckers. are going down. You guys going to die. <laughs> oh, well, that's some good stuff, man. Good call on that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so here is the question for next episode. <sighs> It seems like there are kind of a set of countries that we're getting used to seeing horror movies from. Okay. You know, I mean, we got the U.S., we got the Canada. The Canada, like I've said, is going through a renaissance of a faux grindhouse, or, you know, horror movie type stuff. We got the Italian stuff, which Italian oh, I love yeah. it so much. We got Japan, we got South Korea, we got Spain, we got the U.K. But the question is, what is your favorite horror movie out there that's not from one of these countries. Again, the country is the U.S., Canada, Italy, Japan, Korea, Spain, and the U.K. What is your favorite horror movie, or what's a really awesome horror movie not from one of those countries? Not from the country you're in, right? Well, not from the country that I just listed. 
You know, listen. Not. If you're calling no. in from, well, it should, I guess Australia is, but we won't include Australia. But the the list that I just said, your favorite movie, not from these, okay? Not the from bone those. phone number. Let me remind no. everybody: uh, three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Or you can go ahead and hit this. You are I'm you, sir. Are going to make me do some homework. Oh well, well, gosh darn! What I is really apologize. Not in those categories. Yeah, well, Canadians, Canada, USA, USA uh-huh. Korea, South Asia, Korea, Japan. No, oh, not Asia. Not uh, all I mean, Asia. Japan. You know, uh, oh, Spain and the UK. What's your favorite movie? Not from one of those countries. Uh, I gotta do some homework. Oh man, man, I really, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna have to make you actually crack open Wikipedia Jeez. or some shit. No. Anyway, okay. So here's what we got, I watch people. Eight hundred movies. <laughs> Till now. Till next week. You know what? Thanks. You know what I have to say to you? What? Freaking wham. Okay. Yeah. No offense right. to you. Okay, that's fine. But wham. Okay, so. We've got a lot to talk about still coming up on the yes, Salt Lake City do. Christmas Extravaganza. Oh, yeah. We got a punk band, uh, uh, an awesome hardcore punk band named Victims Willing and their album, uh, Old, Old Bones. Bones and New Cadavers. Why could I never remember that? Anyways, here's one minute from them, and we will be right back to talk about it. Excellent.
SLC, dude. SLC. Salt Lake City. Yes. We're starting this off right, aren't we? I, you know what? SLC to the mother effing B. Do you know what B stands for? B, what? I don't know. Bitch tits? Bitch tits. I like that. <laughs> All right. We'll That's take good it. enough. That's good enough. Victims Willing is the band we're talking about tonight. You just heard Mike's Minute. That's never, ever going to be a minute. Yeah, probably around more like five minutes, but it doesn't uh, have the same ring to it. A fiver. Yeah. Victimswilling.com is where you find the band, and you can find them on Reverb Nation slash Victims Willing. We are talking about old bones and new cadavers. Absolutely. Released in August 2010. There's 11 tracks. It's about... 32 minutes and 35 seconds long. Let me tell you about this band that I knew growing up as a young lad. Okay, all right. We are talking about a band that I grew up with. I was a young boy. Really? Just getting hair on the on the nut, nuts. I was nut, hoping nut you were going to say armpits because that's just crass, son. No. On the <laughs> nutshell sacks. I was, in, right. I was going, eh. Oh, what's going on in this town? <laughs> Victims Willing became a staple of the Salt Lake underground scene. Hardcore punk in the early 80s. Sharing the stage with uh, acts like wow, man. The Descendants, okay, Youth of Today, SNFU, The Offspring, wow. No Effects, and Danzig. I can't believe they've been around that long. How old are these guys? They don't. They're I mean, older than us. Well, of, well, what about okay? Um, maybe I should wait, but I know that Joe seems a little bit older. But but Matt Moyle, the bassist. And, no, 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 the guitar. He's a guitarist. And beautiful he's big seen, Brad Barker. Is Brad Barker new or is he old? No, baby, that's really big Brad Barker is the lead man. No, he's I the know lead he is henchman. But the thing is, is he doesn't like it's because, like you said, he would. I was four years old when this band started, and I assumed that maybe they were yeah. at least sixteen, seventeen. So you telling me these guys are thirteen to fifteen years older than me? They started in the eighties, baby. Wow. You have the movie SLC Punk, which all you people enjoy and love. Which Shaggy? They don't make a movie about Idaho <laughs> Punk. Yeah, we were Utah Wayside, Idaho bitch. We started a scene up in this. Well, they started a scene sure, up in this sure. bitch with all these bands. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the members for a minute, okay. shall we? Sure, let's do Should it. Should we take a taint? Should we take sure, a moment? Sure. All right. Let's talk about Joe Jukes on the bass. Yes, you're correct. <sighs> Joe Jukes on the bass. I know Joe he's Jukes. he's a he's a wild card, isn't he? He he is. If he's, he's, if he's, these guys he's were a card of some he, sort, he's right? a wild card. He is. Yes. Kelly Evans on guitar. Matt. Moyle, your boy, you uh, love Matt. What? What Smile is it? What is it about? Smile, Matt? Savannah. I just, I love Matt Moyle. He's he a is a World of Warcraft aficionado. I love this mother effer. He's just such a nice little awesome dude. Mike Hunt is the new drummer for the band. Is that real? Is and that his real name? Mike Hunt. Yeah. It's is his, that his real name? No, wait a minute. It's Mike Hunter. Uh, <laughs> but God, why can't you be Mike Hunt? <laughs> And the beautiful, big and dazzling lead henchman, lead man, uh-huh. lead singer, Bradley, Bradley, Effin Barker is now now Brad Barker. He's been in since the. Is he the same age as Joe Jukes? He seems to me to be a little bit younger than Joe. Joe seems like a crotchety old man a little bit. Well, they all grew up in the scene, man. They, sure, they're all the same age. Yes, you're right. Except for Matt, Matt Moyle, can't be that age. 
You're telling me that? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, he's, you know, he, he's got to be doer because we, I think he's younger than me. He's Yeah, they've got some younger kin in the in the band now but Brad, he's gotta be oh that's the dude he's that's he's the an dude artiste. right there he's an let artiste. me tell you a little story about me being a young little man okay and i don't even know if brad knows this oh dear he's never but, gonna listen so let's let it fly but we used to my band used to rent out buildings at the murray park okay oh for okay. 100 bucks back in the day way back in the and day play shows there throw like the outdoors shows. throw shows that's a pretty cool well they place. were inside like the these buildings you could murray rent park? these little separate buildings like out by out on like 53rd and state yeah and state with that big indian in the yeah really yeah rabbit yeah. hutch building you can get for 100 bucks okay. rent it out wow and we asked victims willing would you headline a show? No way. And they said, yes, we will. Nice. And dude, I'll tell you what, dude. I was on fire with my no stars way. in my eyes. Cool. When, because we were a heavy metal band. Oh, what was we're, the band name? Fatal Cause at the time. Fatal Cox. That would have been awesome. Fatal Cause. Oh, Cause, not, not Cox. Oh. Well, that's cool too, I guess. Well, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> but dude, when those guys showed up, and they showed up late, by the way. Of course, in, they're rock in, stars. In victims willing uh, punk rock fashion, they shut up. They're We're like, stars. I don't think they're showing up. Mm-hmm. We had insane aside, uh, insane aside, mm-hmm. uh, fatal cause and deliverance and victims willing headlining. When those Oops. guys rolled in, my eyes lit up. I was like, these guys are some big timers. Really? I'm just an itty bitty with a little kid itty bitty in, in playing my little rock or music. Whatever you're and these big guys, dude, they play. I've seen them on stage with bands at Speedway Cafe. Really? To see these guys live before my eyes going, hey, thanks, guys. For I'm starting to play. feel like I didn't appreciate them enough. Yeah. Because I've seen them a bunch of times at Birds, you know? Yeah. But I, maybe ooh, I should love them more. Let's, well... Hey, I, I, listen, because I've only really heard this album because 2010 is kind of when I started hanging out with you. 2009, 2010. It was that era. Yeah. What, and what I are met your, them through you. Yeah, exactly. What are your thoughts? My thoughts on this is in, in, in the other day when we're, when we went to, well, when I headed over to, uh, Down Monster Die Practice and we were talking about it a little bit, you were talking about how some of the songs on this, were kind of older tunes. Yeah. Were they retooled or anything like that? Or, or what's the deal? Was this the best I, of or what? I remember they put out, they had this cassette tape that was just in purple that said Victims Willing on the front. Uh-huh. So I, there are some tunes from that cassette tape that I, well, which that makes I sense. have in my memory banks. The album's called Old Bones and New Cadavers. So exactly. I assume it's some new, some old. Um. My thoughts on this album, first of all, pure, unadulterated punk. This they is don't mess around with vocal harmonies. I mean, they don't mess around with making things pretty for you people. They're not Blink-182 sure. trying to say, you know what, you've exactly, got to listen yeah. to these guys. You know, They just want to kick your mother effing ass. These guys are, they, 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 they're here, they're going to rock your face off. Um, but the thing is too, is they've got, I, I, I really feel like they have a lot of skill, the, their song structure, they've yeah. got a lot of timing changes, stuff like that. And, and, and like, it's, I mean, their, their songs aren't like super long or anything like that, they're normal, but they have like almost movements within these songs. Because, yeah. you know, you got, you got the stop, you got the, and some of that was important, man. You're talking about, you know, dare I say, 
late 40-ish guys getting back sure. together after a 10-year, you know, over a decade of Is that uh, right? hiatus. Because I probably didn't see them until this album came out in 2010. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because they, they're, they, I mean, they are older dudes, and I, did, I thought Brad was probably more like my age. I mean, he's a big dude. He's, he's sitting there rocking oh, your yeah, faces off. Yeah. And then you got Matt Moyle, the beauty. He's... He's the crystal eyes of victims willing. I, I'll say that, yeah. Plus, yeah. I think is and, and he's friends with me on Facebook. I think well, well, so is Brad Barker. Joe Jukes used to be till well, well, we'll used skip to be. We'll skip used that. to be. But anyway, he Matt Moyle. Matt Moyle, I think, is uh, married to a a Hispanic. A uh, newscaster here in Salt Lake City. Are you? Yeah. No, are, I'm not kidding. Is it the one I'm thinking of? I have no idea. No, no, no. It's not Nineveh Din. Oh. That's who you're thinking of on Fox 13. That's who you're thinking of right now. No, she does a Spanish. She does her Spanish uh, uh, newscast. It's all in Spanish. Oh. So I don't know what channel it's on or whatever. But yeah, he's married to her. And, you know, good for him because she's not ugly. Yeah. But he's such a little sweetheart. I love that. You know, that little piece of shit, but whatever. Where was I? What was I going on? I, I don't know where you were going, but let me tell you something. Well, no, okay, okay, okay. This album to me mm-hmm. is reminiscent of that time growing up. They, the, okay. we're, we're talking about elder statesmen. Sure. Of the punk scene. Sure. And what I love about this album is it still has all that there. You know, it's, it's a flashback to me because you're coming from you're you're coming from a perspective is you know history and nostalgia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're you're remembering back in the day that uh, good old Shaniel Diablo had a mullet, and I've seen a picture of you with a mullet. I've seen it on Facebook. You used to have a beautiful mullet. I but I had a way better hairdo when I let it grow out. I'm just saying. All I remember is is there's I, no pictures of that. No, I remember seeing a picture of you like with a mullet halfway down your back. But or long hair or whatever. But anyway, I'm coming from this as a person who'd never really even heard about this band until th- 2010 and this album is stellar to me. In fact, I'm I'm I mean, <laughs> you know, personalities uh, aside, the 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 music of this it's a no frills punk extravaganza. I totally love this album, man. Yeah, it's it's man, it's everything I grew up with. I mean, I saw these guys getting all the juicy gigs going. Sure, I want to be that. Well, what, do they have a ton of albums? I mean, they've been out no. since nineteen eighty. No, okay, that's that's the thing, man. I don't even know if that's a punk thing, but they don't have anything. Really? That I can lay my hat on and go, oh, they put this out. I remember that cassette because I owned it and I went, oh, uh-huh. and it had inches and miles on it. Yeah, oh, really? That's and victims yeah, that's willing, and you know, it had those tunes on it. That's and, amazing to me. But they never, I, I don't remember them ever putting out because any kind I remember of an album. sitting at Burt's and Brad Barker's there, and we're talking to him, uh, more like you're talking to him, and I'm eavesdropping because I'm not in the scene. I'm not cool, right? And he was talking about how he, he, you know, he did all the art for the, for this new album, which yeah. is, which is amazing, by the yeah. way. Yeah. He's got a Facebook page for it. He's an awesome artist he in is. his own right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when you go check that out, he's got a lot, and especially around Halloween time when he's got his horror stuff coming yeah. out. It's really cool. But I remember him coming out and him giving me this CD, going, check this out. Let me know what you think. I've checked it out. I never really had a chance to let him know what I think, but I mean, this is some hard rocking. Punk rock, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. It's got that, like I said, it's got the tinge of everything that was old about music. Sure. 
And it's like to have them come back and put that out. I just love every bit of it. Who, who I remember those old tiny, the word and Speedway Cafe and going and watching some band and knowing victims willings on the bill mm-hmm. and going, this is a twofer, man. You sure. know, I mean, it's like, um, do you ever think you'd be headlining with them in the, on the bill? Here's the thing. No, no. Here's, 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 we were we were tiny little idiots. Because here, here Brad wouldn't even know me. I mean, well, he, he would, would like, now. Oh, hey, he would now. Whatever, dude. Brad, Brad loves you, dude. Well, now, sure. But but here's the thing: because I went to, to victimswilling.com. Hey, hey, bro. And it's it seemed I I went to there, and they have a pretty good, solid website. I mean, it's kind of flashy and yeah. and whatever. And uh, for events, they still have that old Summer's Dead Festival, which we did a couple of years ago. Yeah. Remember when I was cooking burgers and dogs and all yeah, that? Yeah, you, you guys were rocking. And I mean, that's kind of the last, uh, the last thing they have on their website. I mean, I obviously, I assume, I know that they've played a couple of, uh, um, you know, shows here recently. Yeah. I think they're playing one. I think they played one on December fifteenth, actually. So, yeah, you know, that was just earlier this week or whatever. But, um. I don't know, man. It, it just, but I remember it. Uh, the Summer's Dead Festival. You guys were headlining in that one. Yeah. Well, you know, it all comes around. Doesn't I it? guess. I'm just, I'm just saying these. I to me, and it started about 2009 when I started coming to see you guys and started to see these guys. Right. Uh, it seems like these are the two big bands: Die Monster Die and Victims Wound. Oh man, the two big bands in Salt Lake City. It's just like. Hey, when do you not want to jam with these guys? No, I don't know. I mean, I get right up front. Inches and miles, dude. Sure. Good, dude, great tune. I know it. Bridge to Nowhere. Time Bomb of Love. Time Bomb of Love. Dude. Get from above. I Unknown, You Are the Victim, Bridge to Nowhere, yeah. Lines and Borders, Home is Where the War Is. Yeah. Okay, put that in your pipe and smoke it yeah. for a little while. Take That's that, a- taint. Exactly. Exactly. Look, I love this band. They take me back to a time when I was like not worried about anything at all. Well, and they but rock and roll. That's awesome. This is good because you don't. I'm always thinking to myself, well, do I like this because of the nostalgia, or do I like this because you know what? Because it's actually good stuff. Sure. You're you're thinking, you know, you have nostalgia. I have kind of. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only reason why you like this band. I'm saying they're still good to a dude who showed up in 2010, threw on old bones oh. and new cadavers, and really du- and really thought absolutely, it was great. man. And it's on Spotify, good, but good. Are they on, are they on? They uh, are Dr. on Cyclops? Spotify. Yes, they're on Doctor okay. Cyclops. Okay, that's and that's what I was. I didn't know if they you were. You can find this album on iTunes or everywhere else. But man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, you're right. The nostalgia is there. Well, and that it's adds to it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's great. I I totally agree with you. And I really love the flashbackiness. You can hear the thrash. Oh yeah. You can hear the punk. You can hear that in the sound. Mm-hmm. You know. And these guys just man, they get my memory banks going, and I love it. <laughs> but it is a great punk rock. Now Absolutely. it is not your Blink One Eighty Two. It's not your Green Day. It's whoa, 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 whoa. Your... We said it's punk rock, so therefore it's not Green Day. But some Blink people may think, oh, punk rock. You mean Green Day? Some people no. would be wrong. It's not your green day. Sure. How do you come down on this, baby? I I give this a, a buy, a solid right there buy. I've been listening to this album for quite a while. In fact, uh, in 2010, when Brad Barker was nice enough to give me the actual CD of this, yeah. I actually have the CD displayed prominently in the no-no room in my office. Oh. I I really dig this album. Yeah, and it's solid. 
personalities aside, whatever, it doesn't matter. The music on this album transcends any kind of other bullshit that's going on. I I give this one a buy. It's on Spotify, so if nothing else, go check it out, Mother yeah, Effers. Give you know? it a listen on Take Spotify yes. and enjoy. I really I really dig it, man. You know, yep. there you go. Well, so what yes. are you wearing right now? Do you, do you have a boner for what I just said? I love yeah. this album. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's good. This it's album good. is really solid, and it's better. You know what? And there's something to be said about their live show, yeah. which is, you know, they put on a, they sound, first of all, they sound great live, but just seeing the behemoth, Brad Barker, yeah. yelling down, singing at you, yeah. is like, taking it. That is pretty badass. I give it a buy, too. I say buy it, Spotify it. Sure. Check Spotify it out. Spotify it, then buy it. Give it the taste. Give it the listen. Listen to Time Bomb. Listen to Inches and Miles. Listen it's my whole, favorite song. There's only a couple of songs on this that I didn't add to the Best of Corpse Cast playlist. Seriously. I mean, I oh. added most of these tunes. And, you know, it's funny because as we move along in the Corpse Cast, uh, you know, for the video show or the audio show, yeah. I'm noticing the more that that's kind of how I'm starting to judge these, of how many of their tunes off this certain album that I'm wanting to put on this. And, and if it's not on my, if, if they're not on Spotify, I'm putting it on my Google Music. You know, I'm uploading yeah. and putting it on my Google Music playlist. So there you go. These guys are great, man. Yep. Check it out. Here. I can't, I mean, that's great. That's an extra added bonus. It's a, it's a sweet tater. I think I may or may not have even hugged Matt Moyle. You're not gonna give one of your hug and lifts to Brad. Oh no, I would break my back. And I know you're not gonna give one to Joe Jukes. No, Matt me, Moyle. He me and Joe. Well, first of all, Matt Moyle's kind of a small dude. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I I say bye. I say check it out on Spotify yep. and yep. see what you can do. Absolutely. I do have a trivia challenge for you. Wow. Okay. Christmas songs that may have come under the radar. <laughs> Or may have sucked, or may have never seen the light of day. Well, I cannot wait. Christmas songs that may be awesome, may suck. Sure. But have definitely been under the radar. Okay. I will ask you to refrain. You're making it hard under the radar. I am the radar, bro. You are the radar, bro. (laughs) Bro. There's no doubt about that. Can we say bro more, please? Yeah. Let's say it one more time. Bro. Bro, ham. All right, number one. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Please keep your answer to yourself. Of course, of course, of course. This eight-piece Boston Mass band formed in 1983. The band was born with a hardcore roots and deep love for the 1970s two-tone ska sound. Their Xmas song is actually a cover of the Pretender song that they it's called this time of year oh my god this eight piece piece? boston mass band formed in 1983 dude you're not talking Mannheim steamroller had a love for the 1970s two-tone ska sound i don't even know what that is hardcore punk (laughs) Two-tone Scott. You're not helping me. That's not helping me at all, man. I have no idea. How how am I I not getting this one right now? 
Okay, um, give me one super hint, dude. I'm not a coward. I just never been tested. I like to think that if oh. I was, it would pass. You're talking the mighty, mighty mother effing boss tones. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Do I get that one? Yeah, you get it. Well, you get, you gave me a really awesome hint, though. What was the song? I don't even know. Uh, it's on medium rare. It's called This Time of Year. Oh my gosh. You say that, and right now I'm like, how did I not know that? But before I was like, Turn up! Radio! I'll tell you what, though. The hint that you gave me meant nothing to me, whereas the, I'm not a coward, I've just never... That's how I got it. That's how I got it. Just right off that. All right. Well, All right. So it's it. Merry Christmas. I give that to you. I'll take it. Number two. Number two. These gods began in a neighborhood of Forest Greens in Queens, New York. Is it Mannheim Steamroller? I'm just teasing. No. <laughs> Although they never gained major mainstream success, they did gain one of the biggest cult followings in the United States. Oh, really? And in the United Kingdom. Ooh. Their Christmas song was a little ditty entitled, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Oh my gosh. Um The Ramones, baby. Turn up the radio. Nice. Baby, dude. You there got you go. that. Awesome. That was very impressive to me because okay. I was like, I didn't even give out the year. Oh, sorry. Well, the, the, I I love that song. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I don't want to fight tonight. I All love right. that. Well, team, you man. did good with that. Awesome. Number three. Born of the Darkness. Okay. Yet still festive enough to release this awesome little Christmas tune. In fact, this song was released on December 25th, 1985. Okay. And was the very first song released by this lead singer since he left the ultra awesome and ultra satanic Merciful Fate former band to go solo. Did I, did I bust my cherry on this? Is it King Diamond, No Presents for Christmas, or whatever that's called? Turn up the radio! Did I? I'm sorry if I was too soon on that. I don't think you're getting this one. Oh. I do not think. Okay. What, whoa, whoa, whoa. What am I? What, let, 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 let's look at what my score is right now. What are we? And at? let me tell you something. I just looked at am something. Am I in three to zip, by the way? You're three, three to zip. Awesome. But listen, I didn't do my sixth question. Oh. So there's only five tonight. Okay. So, okay. That's cool. All right. So there you go with your little odd-numbered bullshit that you like to Well, it makes sense because we don't want to tie. We don't want to tie. Okay, anyway, sorry. So here we go. So you're three. So you've already won. Yes, I have, actually, if you've only got five. Yeah, we're good. And I'm not even, you know, I'm taking back my mighty, mighty boss tones. Oh, so so all of a sudden I'm two and one. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. This Christmas song still makes me grind my teeth every time I watch the video. Take two of MTV's biggest reality show stars, put them together to do a duet of Winter Wonderland a la David Bowie and Bing Crosby style, and you have a total fucking Christmas nightmare. Oh, man. I don't think I even have any clue of what Two of MTV's biggest reality TV stars together. Oh gosh. I can't even. Well, okay. Crossbreed them 
to do Winter Wonderland. Do, do me a favor. Give me the era. Um, era would be, uh, uh, it would be, I don't know, a good 15 years ago. Okay, so we're talking mid-90s. Ten, 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 ten years ago. Okay, so we're talking 2002 then. We're talking early. Two of MTV's biggest reality TV I'd give it up on MTV stars. at this point, man. Uh, let's see. I, I really don't You couldn't know. go anywhere without seeing these pricks. All right, give me one last hint that would give me one of these people. One of these people? Sure. Right, you've got it. Slim is ring, are you listed? In the lights, no is glistened. <laughs> I love you all. I don't even know. Dude. I love you all. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I do not have a clue. Ozzy Osbourne. Wait. Was he on MTV? Like his reality show on MTV, oh, The Osbournes. Really? That was on MTV. Okay. And I don't. I I'd never watch that. I'm sorry. I have no idea. Sexy but stupid as shit and dumb. Um, that's that doesn't. Jessica work. Simpson. I have no idea, dude. Watch that video on YouTube. What is it? It is Slave Bells by Jessica Simpson. It's and Ozzy Winter Osborne. Wonderland with Ozzy Osbourne no and Jessica Simpson. You gotta be kidding me! It is me. a nightmare, dude. It sounds like. Well, I like that you saying it because that was gorgeous. But but yeah, I'll have to check it. I out. I was trying to do the googly eyes on the thing. Yeah, like I'm in the pills. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, I, mean, I haven't even heard it. Absolutely, I haven't horrible. even heard it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You can win this. Okay. You can win this. And you should win this because you know these guys. Oh, dear. Okay. You love these guys. Okay. All right. This glam metal slash hard rock band formed in 1989 had several hit radio singles and was voted best band at the 1992 American Music Awards over Nirvana and Alice in Chains. Which just which just shows which just goes to show that the a- AMA has American? always had their heads in their ass. <laughs> they have sold over seven million albums okay. and are reported to still be together. Their Christmas tune was on Monster Ballads, a compilation of rock Christmas tunes. Mo- the song was Rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, dude. There's a hair metal band that was amazing, apparently. And I love these guys, apparently. And they have a song called Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I need one more obscure hint to get this one. If I give you the hint, you're going to get it, but that's That's fine. okay with me. Finally found love. Firehouse? Lifetime. Firehouse to- Turn up radio. I'll tell you what, I was a huge Firehouse fan when they came like, when they were like, um, I want to shake, don't treat me bad, this could be the best thing that you've ever had. I know you get the hint, but who gives it? It's Merry Christmas. It's Merry Christmas. Thank you for the present. I win. You win. And that's what it's all about, winning. That's what life is all about, winning. 
Win, win, win. <laughs> winning and money and bitches. It's really all about winning, isn't it, James Ermagersh? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, right now, I don't even know who you mother effers are. I just won myself a contest. You listen to the rest of this podcast. He's like, he's like I won. That's all I need to know. Where's my prize? That's all I need to know. Where's my prize? He won't ever listen again. That's all. He got what he wanted from us. Just like, just like, it's like we're a bitch and you yeah. just effed us in the A and you're done with us now. And you're done. That's all you wanted. And you're done with us. <laughs> you don't care about our movie reviews. No, and you don't care about our feelings, which is more important than our movie reviews. Yeah. All right, whatever. Well, you win. How do you feel? You feel, feel good, good about yourself. I feel good. I cannot be- I did not know that Firehouse... I can't believe Firehouse beat out Nirvana and Alice in Chains, to be perfectly 1992 honest. American Music Awards beat Nirvana and Alice in Chains and have sold over 7 million albums. <sighs> I can't believe oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? Firehouse, here's why they sold 7 million albums. Because I went out and bought, what was their first album called? The one with the hot chick and, and they, it had, it had the shake and know. tumble and it had the, no, it wasn't the finally found the love of a lifetime. It was, it was, finally a, love I don't know if it was that one or not, but there was that other, oh, there was that other huge hit, but whatever. I love to last my, uh, I bought the tape. I bought that tape, but then I'm like, oh shit, well, I need this CD. So I went out and, because it was right at that yeah. time where it's like, you know, and this was like 89 or something. So I went and bought the tape and the CD. That's why they sold 7 million yeah. because it's like, you're everybody buying doubled here. up. You rolled it over the lawnmower and then said, I'm buying that again. Exactly. That's why they actually only sold 35 million or three point, sorry, 3.5 million, yeah. which is half of seven million. Cause everybody bought it two times. It was that, it was that it good. It was that delicious. Uh, I need it for my Walkman and I need it for my car. Cause that's, dude, that's where I was back in those. Listen, I worked for all a dollar. I had a lot of disposable income. All I wanted to buy was CDs. Yeah. There you go. You didn't work work at uh, Weenie on the Dick or Weenie on the El Matador? Stick? No, I worked at both. So I was working at the Weenie on the Stick, and then you go across to to the uh, Music Land. Well, and you spend your it was, paycheck. It was like Gray Whale back then. You, you know, know, the only thing that was missing from those days, like what? working in a mall, uh-huh. is if you worked at the Weenie on the Stick, you and blew, Music Land was across. You blew your whole paycheck. If there was a place to cash your check right sure. in the middle of the you were done. Aisle, you didn't you're take like, any out, money. In and bang. I just spent my money on firehouse CDs. I hear you. It happened yeah. to me multiple times. That in like slaughter. That. Like, uh, yeah, stick it to ya. I probably bought that two times too. I love those guys. I don't know what else to tell you. Am I ashamed? Well, maybe, maybe. You not. win. You're the best. I'll take Simply it. the best. You get the big prize. You know what movie we're going to be talking about today? What? A little movie. A classic movie filmed here. In yeah, Salt Lake and Heber City, Utah, yeah. which you you frequent quite a bit because yes. of your travels. All over yeah. town. And it's called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ooh. Here's the trailer, people. Billy. <laughs> Billy, you turned out so hot. Let me see. Well, Punish. Naughty. We'll be right back to talk about that, folks. the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. 
survive Christmas, silent night, deadly night. Well, with that beautiful Happy intro. Valentine's. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 it's Christmas, bro. Dude, come on. You know why I'm saying bro so much? Is because I've been watching that. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And they, oh, say, they bro. say that, bro. It's like that's messed with my mind hey, a lot. Because they're like some like sociopaths, like arrogant, yeah. selfish sons of bees. And I've been watching a lot of them. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of that funny. That sounds like a good show. I got to watch more of that. Oh, it's amazing. I love that show. But. We're not here to talk about that show today. No, sir. We are here to talk about a movie from 1984 that was filmed here in Salt Lake City and Heber City, which is what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from here? Yeah. Yeah, about 20. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by a guy named Charles E. Seller Jr. Um, he's done a lot of producing, but he only has a, uh, like a handful of directorial credits on IMDb. Um, it was written by a guy named Paul Kamey, Michael Hickey, and both guys have exactly two writing credits on IMDb. Oh, yeah? This one and Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which I have seen, and it is nowhere near as good as this one, but it's still fun as shit to watch. Anywho. Uh, it starred Robert Brian Wilson as Billy Chapman. It starred Danny Wagner as Billy Chapman. And it starred Jonathan Best as Billy Chapman. Yeah. We have the five-year-old version, the eight-year-old version, and the super sexy 18-year-old version, yeah. which was Robert Brian Wilson. Uh, it starred Lillian Chavin as Mother Superior, who was an old Catholic uh, ball-busting nun. Can we just say that right now? Of course. Get that out of the uh, get that out of the way. Um, it starred a lady named Gilmer McCormick. Her name was Gilmer. Gilmer. Yes, which is a weird name for a lady. A sister Margaret, the nice Catholic nun. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was totally nice to Billy. Uh, Tony Negro as Pamela, Billy's love interest in this. Uh, Linnea Quigley as boobs um, impaled boobs on, on a, a... Yeah, boobs on... That's a great way to put yeah. it. Boobs on a stick. Um, Britt Leach as Mr. Sims. Nancy Borgnight as Mrs. Randall. Uh, and blah, 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 tons of other people. But let's get into the plot of this movie. The movie starts out as on an old road going across country. Right. Beautiful mountains in the back. We have a family going to visit their father or grandfather on Christmas Eve. It is the holiday season after all. Yeah. The family consists of a father, of a mother, and a baby, and a son named Billy. Do you know how I knew that it was the 70s? Uh, it wasn't the 70s. It was the 80s. Well, I'm okay. saying it didn't Old take school. place back in the 70s, though. Like when that thing popped up, it said 1974. Or oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody was wearing a seatbelt yeah. in that car. <laughs> Dude. It was back in the day when you didn't have to wear a seatbelt. That's back in the day where my, my mother drew, drove a Pinto, yeah. like a hatchback Pinto that didn't lock, and she would have me sit in the back, holding down the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that worked out. I'm with you on that one, man. Yeah, th nobody in that car had a seatbelt on. People now are pussies wearing their seatbelts and shit, yeah. but whatever. If you don't wear it, you get a ticket, so you're not really a pussy. Lock you're just up. trying to save some money, okay? Uh, okay, so we got this family going cross-country. Uh, they get to this old folks' home They find, to find their uh, their grandfather or father. Uh, yeah. But you know what? He is almost comatose, sitting in a chair, staring at the wall. 
Yeah. You know, and they're talking to him. Hey, Dad, it's really good to see you. Ha- Merry Christmas to you. You know, but uh, the doctor, of course, wants to talk to the parents. Uh, so the parents take off and, and they leave Billy alone with Grandpa. Yeah. But of course, right when they leave, Grandpa wakes up. He wakes up with a warning for Billy. He gets all crazy eyes and he tells the quote unquote truth about Santa. That Santa not only gives presents to good boys and girls, but he punishes the naughty ones. What the hell is that when the parents go, come on, Billy. You're just going to be alone with Grandpa sure, in the room. That's, that's He's not, not going to be weird or crazy on you. And then as soon as they leave, uh, he's weird and crazy. So, yeah, that's a lot. That was kind of creepy when he that's kind of looks over that- like... They're gone. And the, and the grandpa is played by the, I don't, I don't know who, I, I mean, I've never seen him before or whatnot, but he's played by this awesome dude with crazy eyes and like, oh, dude, it was. The Dosecki's guy almost. You know? Oh, the most interesting man in the world is in a coma. If, if the most interesting man in the world was in a coma, yeah. it would be this guy. But dude, I think he's faking because he doesn't want to work. Well, I'm. <laughs> Because, dude, he, he like, as soon as they leave the room and the door shuts, he goes. <laughs> I'm thinking he's faking because he wants to continue getting sponge baths from the hot nurse. That and who doesn't, really? No, I do. I would go. I, I'd i fake it, dude. I'm not going to lie right now. I'm Listen. looking at you right now. If I could go into a home and have yeah. some hot chick give me a sponge bath. And it's like bath, the second I, I start think- talking back, it's like they're going to expect me to bathe myself. F that. I want a sponge bath. From that chick there. The only time I wake up out of that whole situation is right after the sponge bath, they put me in bed for the night. You're going to fap. And I just sit there and go, holy shit, this is like heaven what I well, got going that, on here. Or when your grandson comes in and you warn him about Santa Claus. Exactly. You scare the shit yeah. out of him, which is basically what happens. Um, of course, when the parents return, Grandpa turns back to his spaced out state. And, you know, he's yeah. like, so no, of course, nobody's going to leave gonna believe poor little billy and grandpa talked to me you know so that just that that should happen that seems to happen a lot in these kind of horror movies anyway after the visit is over the family starts to trek back home it's dark by this time and they're driving down a backwoods road but they pull up on something very interesting there's a guy in a santa suit out to the side of the road with a broken down car when the dad stops to see if he can help the santa pulls out a gun he kills the dad. He shoots the dad dead, right. rapes the mother, and then cuts her throat. But luckily, or unluckily, depending on how you look at it, Billy escaped, and he watches the whole thing. From the bushes. From the bushes. From the tumbleweed. Yes. Um, and you know what's funny? It's bloody, and it's totally brutal, but the mom has great tits. Yeah, she did. So, it's like, I'm sorry your Santa Claus is killing you and but slitting your throat. I'm really happy that I got to see your tits. You do have nice boobs. <laughs> Uh, we are misogynist pigs. But anyways, well, shit, Billy gets back to, you know, he gets back and they, they stick him into to, to a Catholic orphanage with a ball-busting mother superior. She was a mean bitch, all about the corporal punishment, man, yeah. and all about inflicting her will. She has her quote-unquote methods. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah. she has her methods of to, to how she likes to, her, 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 the methods that she uses, she's like, you know what? I know how to make people behave. Yeah. Okay. In fact, a few years later from this incident, um, in school, the assignment that for the, for the school class Billy was in was to draw a Christmas picture. Well, understandably, Billy has kind of a rough time with Christmas. He's having a problem. Yeah, he is. So he draws a Santa getting stabbed with a decapitated re- reindeer in this whole thing. 
Yeah. You know, so he's like, go back to your room, you dumb son of a bitch, and I will deal with you. Uh, he also later on at this age, what's I think is age eight. Or whatever, I, think yeah. he was, I think he was five when this first thing happened, age eight when this happened. He walks into some kids getting it on. I was like, this is one hell of an orphanage. Well, you know what the thing about, I was thinking about this. I'm like, what the hell? Orphanages? People are having sexual intercourse? Especially when you just like walk out the door and you're, oh, oh God. Oh boy. Let me ask you, did you happen to look at the girl's face or did you just look at her tits? Oh, I looked at her face. It was disgusting. Oh my gosh. It was horrible. Not very cute at all but her tits were fine they were great you know whatever billy sees this you know what happens billy gets whipped because he happened to walk in on some healthy through through an old school keyhole too well what happened the shadow with the old school (laughs) you know skeleton key keyhole he's like oh yeah those those don't exist anymore i can't look through a keyhole not that i really have occasion to look through a keel anymore of course not. but she was a dog by the way can i just yeah. say that but we saw her tits and i think her tits are supposed to keep us out of actually looking at her face totally but anyway so so he's living in this orphanage mother superior gets all cocky telling him and the other sister at you know at the, at the orphanage went out that her methods worked so well that she's gonna have billy sit on santa's lap on christmas because he's over his fear of santa you know, mm-hmm. well, that didn't turn out so well. He actually, Billy actually punches out Santa, like in an amazingly that awesome is like scene. Clint Eastwood, he punched the shit off out of the Santa. chair, like <laughs> little eight-year-old punches Santa Claus right off the chair and knocks him. Yeah, knocks him out, dude. It was that awesome. Was fantastic. The bottom line is, whatever damage that Santa did killing his family, Mother Superior added so much more in her hubris. Trying to crack him up his hatred of Santa Claus. Uh, but like I said, there's one, uh, good nun that took a real interest in Billy. Let's fast forward to now. Billy is 18 years old and he is a strapping young man. Yeah. Uh, the sausage in the tight jeans with the tight belt way up high. Absolutely. Well, that's what you did. You know, it scans up from the floor like, (laughs) well, it's funny because the whole scene is like this, this sister's like, Hey, can, can you get a job here at this toy store? And the guy's like, Oh, I don't need a boy. I need a man who can lift some shit. And then you see, like you said, the camera pans down and kind of comes up on this Adonis. And Billy's like a blonde haired, blue eyed, yeah, he's an Aryan he's a little bitch. Yes, yeah. he's great, man. Uh, and I'm not sure if the guy was actually interested in having him, you know, move crates because that's what he said. He's like, I need a guy that can move crates. I think he was wanting him to haul something else. Move, if you know what I move mean. Some, yeah, move <laughs> some. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Billy move starts some movement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it moved. It moved, Jerry. Okay. That's that's yeah. where we're going there. Billy starts working this toy store. And, you know, it's funny as we even get this whole uh, montage of look how great Billy's doing in his yeah. new job. You know, we you know we learn that he's squeaky clean, is a hard worker. He doesn't drink the alcohol and stuff. He is a solid worker. Yes, that's who you want working at your small time toy store. However, there's a Santa in the store, and Billy has never overcome his hatred for Santa. Yeah. The problem is, is that one day Santa doesn't make it into work, so Billy takes over for him because that's the only person they had available. He really struggles playing the Santa Claus. He puts the Santa suit on and does it. But the problem is, is at this toy store, he has kind of got a crush on this hot chick. Yeah. Also, there's this other dude that works there. Some Italian sleazeball piece of shit. 
Not a drop over 5-1. No, he's a short little bitch. But I'll tell you what. Apparently his crush likes this guy because they start making out in the toy room and yeah. or sorry in the stock room. Yeah. And this guy takes your back with that little twig of uh what do they call that? Mary? Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, come back here. I got a present for you. I got a present for you. I'm holding the mistletoe over my cock. Yeah. And he doesn't really say that. I added that. Just to be fancy so people will want to listen to us because, you know, whatever. I think okay. people like to hear about mistletoe over the, t- the cock. But. cock. Mistletoe on the cock. Mistletoe Damn. cock. Delicious. Yeah. yeah, sure. But the problem is, is he goes back there and they start making out. And she says, no, I don't want to go further. And he starts the date rape shit going on. At the you know, Christmas party. By the way, I, I forgot to mention one thing. One of the greatest parts of this movie, on Christmas Eve, they're working at this store. They close it down. The boss, the first thing he says is, let's get shit fast. Yeah. <laughs> and pulls out Jim, J, what, J&M or Jim Beam or something. I don't know. And he's just like pouring everyone drinks going, let's get shit housed. <laughs> you know, and, and they're having a great time. Of course, here's the, the short Italian guy putting the moves on her, on yeah. his crush. But the problem is she doesn't want anything to do with it. So he starts date raping her. Well, Billy, totally decked out in his Santa Claus suit, goes back there, catches this shit going on. And he looks at them and something snaps. Yeah. He gets this, not necessarily comatose like his grandpa was, but it's something snaps and he becomes this, this killing machine. He wants to kill the naughty. In fact, he looks at this guy and yeah. says, naughty. Cause that's what you do. Of course. At the Christmas party, you try and rape your employee, someone your that you work with. Sure. Man, I'm having such a good time. I want to rape you. Cause that's not going to be the other guys like, come the next day. I'm dressed as Santa. I'm having some issues. I'm seeing this shit go down. Yes. You know what he ends up doing, dude? What? He ends up taking some Christmas lights, wrapping it around this guy's neck, and with super strength, lift the strongest. The the strongest oh, forearms I've ever seen on a human being. He Even lifts, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He lifts the guy up. The guy chokes to death. Of course, the chick there that's getting date raped is freaking out. So what does he do? He kills that bitch, too, because he doesn't want to get caught. Especially because she started it. You know, I mean, he's like, he just he just hung. I mean, right. lifting this guy off the ground Strong in shit. Christmas lights. Absolutely. Hangs him. And then she's going to turn on him and go... You're psychotic. Exactly. He's like a bitch. I totally Please. saved, I just you saved from, your life. He was, you know what? And he, I, I think that he could have totally calmed her down if he would have said, you know what? He was going to put it in your butthole. Okay. Just so yeah. you know, he wasn't going to put it in the vag. He was going to put it in the butthole. She would have said, okay, he deserved it. Trust that. me. I worked back there in that storage house. Sure. Right? And he wanted to put it in your ass because that's all he talked about. Yep. <laughs> and I saved your life. And he's like, well, yeah. all right. F you. Well, I'm kill you. he, the, the bottom line is he snapped. He kills the dude. He kills the chick. He goes out and kills the rest of the employees in fantastic fashion. Mm-hmm. Some he's got an axe. Some he's got a bow and arrow. But the, but the point of this is, is that Billy is off on a killing spree. He goes around. He kills some teenagers, a, a babysitter and her boyfriend who are having sex on the pool table. Oh yeah. By the way, don't you think your dad's going to notice when there's some jizz stains on that nice felt green shit? Oh, you God. don't have if it's sex. Your dad? Yeah. You hope he sees. Dad, see what I did last night? I say, good job, boy. What? No, no, no. Mom but it, is. What but it, but about. the problem is, is the chick's house because she's babysitting her oh, little that's sister. True. Okay, so no dad wants to. You see You just got to dab it. 
You know what the funny thing is, too, is that uh, the girl is played by Linnea Quigley, and she's getting ba- banged by Johnny from Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that dude looked exactly he's like, like him. He's like, no mercy, I'm yeah, going to give this like shit Like the main to Johnny. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's funny because uh, all of a sudden, since Billy's out there, he, he goes upstairs. He's making some noise upstairs. And Linnea Kuhn's like, what the F is going on upstairs? She goes up, of course, topless. She opens the door to see what's going on. The cat comes in, and she gets killed in fantastic, may I say, epic, epic. fashion. You can say that. She, she. Why don't you describe it for us, man? Well, little Santa Claus comes <laughs> in, grabs a hold of her. And we know he has super strength. Fights and fights, yeah. Super strength picks her up, and there's this. What do they call that? The mantle. The what do they call it? Oh, like a like a like an elk's head or something. Elk's like head that. I don't on know the wall. What that is. Yeah, deer know. head on the wall. Sure, like mounted. Like a twenty he, point buck. Is there such a thing? He picks her. Uh, sure. I don't know he what that picks means. her up. Slams her back through the horns of the <laughs> deer and leaves her epic, hanging on the wall. Epic death. Beautiful. And may I say when John- eloquent. It is for a slasher. It is eloquent. Yes. Johnny comes upstairs, and may I say that Billy has no mercy on him. No, no mercy. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, um, all, you know there, there's all sorts of, of of great kills from here on out. There's some bullies that steal some sleds and shit. There's a decapitation with a body without a head go sledding down the thing. The killing goes on, and this basically turns into a great slasher film. But I'll tell you what: once all is said and done, okay, yeah. let's think about this. Let me let me put a little bit of let me let me throw something at your noggin to see how it it uh, kind of okay. processes this. All I'm saying is, is that crazy old man in the beginning was trying to save his family's life. The kid wanted to take off. You needed to listen to your elders. You needed to stay away if you're naughty from Santa Claus. And none of this shit would have happened. They make him seem crazy, but you know what? He's the only guy that had a head on his shoulders. I just blew your mind. You blew my mind with that because I think you're completely out of your mind with that. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Oh, dude. Okay, so first of all, what did you think about the movie? It's classic. I haven't seen it in literally like 15 years. Sure, sure. I love this movie. I love this movie, too. That dude. fart stinks that you let just now. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Holy shit. But back to the subject. Um, I, I love the movie. I think it's great. Mother Superior, every Mother Superior is a fucking bitch. Of course. course. In the world. If you get the, if, listen, if you get the Catholic job as the Mother Superior, you're a fucking bitch. You got They're like, you you are just enough bitch. On your resume, you better say bitch on it. You are just enough bitch for this job. I think little Billy in the beginning of that movie, man, You've got every right to be a serial killer. Absolutely. Because he's like, gets grandpa going, you're, you're like that Santa Claus. Well, he get the people that are naughty and Santa Claus is not nice. He get, and then the car rolls up sure. and Santa Claus and kills the family. That's what I'm saying. You've he got was every right in the world. Warning. You've got every right in the world to be a serial killer. Especially if you're that handsome because nobody will suspect you, dude. Yeah. But I love this movie. I I freaking love this movie. And the thing is, is you kind of know what you're getting into from like the first second of this film. Like the movie opens with a cartoon wreath coming up to the screen, and then 
That was fantastic. It was so when good. When it splatters the fucking Deadly Night. Deadly up. Night. I love that. Uh, you know, and so basically they're introducing you to this movie saying, you're in for a ride because this opening little vignette here is awesome. Um, you know, and the thing is, is the whole movie is, it's, it's pretty cheesy. I mean, the, the, um, the movie has an air of silliness to it, which is one of my, th- one of my favorite things about this movie. Right. Um, you know, it had kind of the same, uh, also, we, we watched a version of it that had the same kind of deal as with, remember when we did My Bloody Valentine? Yeah. The parts that had been cut out were put back in, but they weren't, but the parts that were re-added that. weren't remastered. Yeah. Or, you know, restored or anything like that. So we got some awesome grainy stuff and we just knew shit was going to go on. Yeah. And, you know, we got extra boobs, we got extra blood, etc. It added so much violence. In this movie, the kills are amazing. And <laughs> I'm, I'm retaliating on you. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let's just relax here for a moment. I, I, want, to, I want to bring up one point. This movie is kind of a sadomasochist dream because the naughty get punished. And many times in an evil, sexual, deviant type of way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let's let's go over a couple of notes on this movie. I, I wrote down a couple of uh, of tidbits here. Right. It released. It was released on November 9th, nineteen eighty four. Kind of a a smaller release with the planning wide release going on. Sure. Um, it actually out like Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare on Elm Street was released this same weekend. And this movie outgrossed it. Wow. On the opening day. However, dude, um, there were a bunch of, this spurned a bunch of protests. You know, oh, everybody yeah. is freaking out about this. You movie. don't want Santa Claus. A killer Santa that. Claus? Yeah. But, so basically what happened is, is that even though they had a full on wide release planned, they never got to it. But right. for the time that it was out, this actually beat a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, a, a, I mean, we all know how Nightmare on Elm Street kicks ass though. You know, so I mean, I'm not taking away from there. I'm just saying that this was actually a. Pretty you don't huge do movie. that to my Santa Claus. <laughs> At, you know, and, and apparently the parents. You could have a, a, you know, a maniac that was raped by a thousand maniacs. Sure, but don't you fuck with my Santa Claus. Well, what's you know, and this goes right into my next point uh, because, like I said, we got so much shit because it featured a killer Santa, even though. That there was a Christmas Evil came out before this, which had the same type of plot line. Right. And the movie Tales from the Crypt from 1972, one of the vignettes was oh. Joan Collins, you know, fighting off a killer. Yeah. Santa. That was all out there. But apparently this movie, Silent Night, Dead the Night, was the one that got all the shit. Um, and so basically everyone came out to protest this film. And, 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 sorry, this film. And some awesome, here, I, I wrote down some awesome snippets from some critics. Siskel and Ebert. Have you heard of those gentlemen? Uh, yeah, I think so. Siskel's dead. Ebert is still almost. Well, he's getting up there. But basically, they condemned the film and went so far as to read the production credits on air. And after every name they said, they said, shame on you. Shame. Are you serious? Yes, I am dead serious. Siskel went on to say that any money that the filmmakers made on this movie was blood money. They Are you serious, Mr. Film it. Guys? Yeah. They're like beautiful, oh, God damn, bullshit. Leonard Malton denounced the film, calling it a worthless splatter film, giving it zero stars, and asked the question, what's next? 
the Easter Bunny is a child molester. But because of this and because of all of the, the groups that protested it, all the film's TV ads were immediately pulled. Um, they didn't get that wide release that they were expecting to do. In fact, um, this movie kind of went off the map and it, but it obviously got a cult following sure. because it's such an amazing movie. Um, anyway, Leonard Malton. Fuck you and your mustache. <laughs> I did have one here. Or was that Gene? Something? That was Gene. Gene. Uh, Gene, uh, Gene Herberts. Oh, Gene. I know who you're talking about. Hey, that, that big guy with the glasses and the. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, who you're fuck talking. them all. And <laughs> eat an ass. There was one part of this movie that I did not like. Before all the killing happened, right. we had Billy, and he dreamed about this chick that worked at the toy store, yeah. and he dreamed that he made sweet, sweet love to yeah. her. Yeah. We saw his ass crack. As bright as day, hairy as shit. We saw, I did not care for the hairy ass crack. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. You would think a guy that was so fair wouldn't have a hairy ass like that. But, I mean, I guess he does. I didn't care for it. Can I just go ahead and say that right now? Uh I did get this on a on an Anchor Bay DVD pack with this and uh, Silent Night Deadly Night Two, um, you know, in there and it was pretty cool. I think it was just uh, barely uh, released recently because of the remake. Silent Night came out, right? And that, you know, I hate to say, and it, you said you were going to give us a little tit about that. I've not seen it, but it, you've seen it. Let's see. I can't remember why Malcolm McDowell yeah. played the sheriff of the town, and there was a, a handful of other people that you recognize. And it was a remake of this movie, but it was more of just kind of a an re- homage, or- an homage because the, the 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 story wasn't the same. The the it w- did have a killer Santa with the fi- with a flamethrower, but I mean the whole story was different. But, but I'll what tell you, did you think of it? I really super loved the remake, Silent Night, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it had uh, awesome kills. It looked superior. And it's more of a monster mask and not Billy's it face. Is, it is. It's a, he, he, the thing is, is you have the Santa monster mask with the dead eyes. On yeah. the and it, lit, it was such a fun movie to watch. You know, and there's, there's, you know, I mean, in, with every movie, we have people's opinions. A lot of people are shitting on this because, of course, it's a remake. But I'll tell you what, I, you know, I, I, it is a remake in the fact that there are two killer Santas in this, and there's even an homage to the Linnea Quigley on the deer thing, you know, in that right. kill. But the chick in the new one didn't have her. I'm excited to see it, it. Oh, I should have brought it and let you borrow it because it is re- it's actually really it's good. super good. Oh, nice. I really enjoyed it. In fact, I've watched it two times since I bought it. That Santa Claus looks summer. creepy as shit. It is. and it, it, It's just a good movie, and the story is different, and it's maybe not quite as good, and they didn't really throw as much effort into the backstory, but it was still, I thought yeah. it was pretty freaking solid. But, um, we've done a ton of slashers on this, on the show. Yeah. Whether it is the, um, the video show, we did Prowler recently on it. We've done Pieces. We've done My Bloody Valentine. We've done Visiting Hours. We've done The Dorm That Drip Blood. But I'll tell you what, outside of like some of the super duper excellent, you know, like slashers that we all hold up in, in high regard, such as Friday the 13th or Halloween, yeah. you know, or Nightmare on Elm Street and some of those. This has got to be my favorite slasher of all time. Ooh. I and think you're going, I think you, you might be going 
Where are you going? All, all I'm saying is this one, this movie was so much GD fun to watch. It was silly. The kills were amazing. It just, it looks so great back in that 80s, you know, type of look and feel of it. It was just bat shit crazy. I love this movie. It was filmed here, which actually gives it an, uh, a few extra points. Extra points, me. yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, also, let me, I didn't even mention this. Do you remember the scene where there's that Santa Claus that goes up the ladder and goes into his, oh yeah, the, you yeah. know, and he's like, and then the, the cops show up and they're like, hey, yeah. die Santa Claus. That guy is named Don Shanks. Don Shanks. I hung out with Don Shanks. He's from here. I hung out with Don Shanks. He played he played Michael Myers in Halloween Part Four, I believe. Wow! And he he was really cool. Me and him had a nice little chat at the Salty Horror Film Festival. We were in the VIP room at the Hookah Lounge, and we were chit chatting. That's awesome. crazy. It was awesome. And yeah, it's so, kind of weird the way he held onto his daughter like that. He kind of had a hold of her like. Well, the whole movie you were kind of watching going. Oh, Why in the weird. hell are you? Climbing through your daughter's window while she's sleeping like that, and exactly. then the cops busting. Sure, hey, ain't nothing wrong with this. Yeah, that's there may or may not be something. Because even the mom looked like, what the hell's going on, Daddy? Well, they're in. scared. The cops are coming in with their guns drawn. What do you give it? First of all, I this is a classic. I, this yeah, is a agreed. very you know watching this after fifteen years. Very fond memories. Good. I don't remember any scenes. I mean, I know. I mean, the, that that scene with the grandpa oh, yeah. is the Utah mental it's, you know, right, right, it's right, right, ward right. or whatever uh -huh. it is. I didn't really notice any like scenes because I was looking for it going, oh, oh yeah. what? But it was too tight shot, but... Sure. Well, plus, I mean, this was in 84. It's now 2012. We've I, grown so much since then. I love this movie. That makes me happy. And I am going to give this the absolute highest buy. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know you're going to give it the bone. No. I give it the highest buy that I can I give. I am right with you. Here's yeah. the thing. A bone saw to me. No, I'm going to give it a bone saw. F that. You're giving, I know. I, I just changed, I just, give it, a it just turned on because it's like out of it all. It is a very classic, here's very the thing. awesome goddamn 11, movie. 11 months out of the year, this gets a high, high, high buy. Yeah. But it is now December and it is now almost Christmas. Christmas. I watched this in December. This is a bone saw. Yeah. I'm giving it the highest buy. I, I enjoy movie. the hell out of this movie. <laughs> Everybody should have it. It's punish naughty. naughty. Absolutely, you know? dude. It's it's a good movie. And how about that scene where he's working in the uh, toy shop? Yep. And you see the Jabba the Hutt playset. All the absolute and all, all those, those old, old school toys, toys were crawl. Yeah, crawl board games. Absolutely. Like, ah, I had that. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a high buy. Oh, I'm so Absolute. glad you said that, man. I he love it. I love, I love this it. movie as well. Um, you know, it's funny is this one, we were, the cadaver lab, God rest his soul, right. was going to do this last, or sorry, at the end of, yeah, last year, 2011. Right. But that's right when it crumbled. It crumbled. Okay? So this also holds a special place in my heart because we are finally coming through on the promise that we gave to people. Silent night. Deadly night. Absolutely, dude. I love this freaking movie, people. If you have oh, not yeah. seen it, you need to check it out, especially this time of year. This will be out tomorrow, so there's still a little bit of time before Christmas. If you haven't seen this yet, go 
check it out. Absolutely. And also check out the man. remake. The remake's fun to watch at this I time. I cannot too. wait to see it because it's it great. looks good. It's really good. I mean, I'm I'm not even shitting. I mean, um, not just because it, it, you know, it's like, oh, it's a remake of a movie that I love. No, it's a good movie standalone. So there you right. go. I mean, there's I I mean, I don't know how people you know, if they give a shit or whatnot, I just happened to watch it knowing nothing about it. I knew Malcolm McDonald, or Ma- Ma- sorry, Malcolm McDowell was in it. Yeah. I thought I was great. Jamie King was in it. It was wonderful. There you go. Not as good as this one. It. Not as good as this. I give that one a buy. I think Billy, like grown up Billy, did a really good job. Yeah, he was just indifferent in his face. Just he like, snapped, baby. And that's like, what that's happened. It. You don't cut my mama's throat, and I see her titty hanging out from the sagebrush. Yes. And grow up. And then that little kid at the very end, when he's killed, and the yeah. other kid's like, I just got naughty. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Oh, dude. Oh, I want to see that kid's movie, only because this movie is so great. And maybe it's when one of the... Uh, one of the uh, uh, sequels that I haven't seen yet, but whatever. There we go. There's the good. We got a super high buy and a bone saw in December. In yeah. December, bone saw. Eleven months out of the year for me, it is a it's a high buy. But since it's how or sorry, since it's Christmas time, it's merry ho ho. It is bone saw. Oh. Just want to remind everybody of the question for next episode. It seems like there are a lot of countries we're getting used to seeing horror films from, such as the U.S., Canada, Italy, Japan, Korea, Spain, and the U.K. But what is your horror, uh, your for, your horror foreign, sorry, your for, your favorite horror film from a country that's not listed there? Right. How's that? The, the, the bone phone number is 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Do you have anything to add? Merry Christmas, everybody, and to all a good night. I hope you guys all have a great time. We will see you next Friday, but until then, we will catch you bitches later. See ya. I'll never be-